Like we are recording. All right. I did not listen through the entire episode today because I didn't have time. And also, I've been obsessed with this other uh, podcast I've been listening to. But I do have the summary for last time. A before summary. You, before you start, what's the podcast you've been obsessed with? Um, it's called Too Scary Didn't Watch. Ooh. It's a uh, three women. Um, one of them watches horror movies, and the other two are too scared to watch horror movies, but they want to know everything that happened. So she like describes the horror movies to them, and they react. And they they are like huge wusses. It's funny. That sounds great. One of them is slowly getting braver and braver, and she's even watched a couple though. And I'm like, just, like cheering for her the whole time. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so the group went to the mayor's house to speak about Anastasis and Shiro's disappearances. Uh, the leaders of Shikarashe and the group shared what they knew and promised to keep each other appraised of what they learned. Following the meeting, the group started to head to Paris's house to ask some questions, but got waylaid en route at the village store. There, Zoot formed a deep and everlasting friendship with the shop's keep by exchanging staffs, and the group had a few drinks to tide them over. I attempted to create a plan for approaching Paris, but Deck and Zeke were so overwhelmed by enthusiasm that they quickly ran off ahead. Their attempt at surprising Paris was a little too successful and resulted in a trading of blows and the summoning of their guards. Tensions high, the mayor decreed that the group would be sent back to the capital the next morning because they violated the trust of the community. The group was initially concerned that they would not be able to further investigate Anastasis' disappearance, but then Dai realized they could continue their investigation in Anastasis' office while Istra and her team continued theirs in the jungle. Uh, that night, the group discussed the events among themselves, Dai giving a talk about the importance of privacy. Uh, at dawn, the group was taken to a large tree where the village's druid, Fetus, opened a pathway to, back to the capital. Upon their arrival, the group returned to the Ebert Apothecary, where the owner, Hellicent, identified some of their magic items and promised to help the group study the ancient village in the temple. One of the items was Professor Orb, and the group met uh, Professor Xerxian Graves uh, before retiring at, uh, back at the end for the evening. Um, that's it. So we open up. Um, we did a... Uh, I did actually listen to the end of this just to remember where you were. We did a um, sitcom fade out at the bar the night before, and we wait, uh, begin with you guys waking up in the morning. Yay, long rest. Yes, long rested. I would like one order of all the bacon. <laughs> so go downstairs and get food? Yes. Cool. Oh, you guys go downstairs and order breakfast. Do you guys talk about anything over breakfast? I haven't gotten used to the last place we were staying. It's strange to have to pay for food again. That's true. I, I'm very disheartened by this. Guy <laughs> says kind of throwing out some copper pieces to pay for the meal. I'm sure this will never go wrong, having a monetary system. 
So where do we think we should start our investigation at? Um, hmm. The university where we can also maybe uh, get was... our research turned in. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I, I mean, Di, do you feel like you have any good connections of those we could speak to that would sort of maybe have more insight into what we're experiencing right now with the uh, this seemingly plainer travel that people are disappearing and I mean that's a different kind of magic it is it is um well perhaps it'd be a professor at the university who specializes in planar travel the only the only person I know that has perhaps a connection to both Anastas and uh and would be powerful enough to maybe know a thing or two about planar travel would be uh Urias who uh raised Anastas and is a pretty powerful cleric in his own right uh, Urias, though, Amanda, is Urias in this town or? No, he's in Crestfall. Um, sake. Uh, he lives in Crestfall, um, but perhaps we could uh, send a paper bird or something to him. I, certainly, I would think as um, their adoptive father, uh, it would be best to see you know, if there are any other members within the family who have any inklings of what might be going on, even if there's maybe a connection within the family that other members have experienced something like this. It seems so odd to me, the connection of both, you know, two people disappearing suddenly. And I, I don't wonder if there isn't something bigger at play. Oh yes, there's the other thing. That's right. That's the other thing we were talking about finding was since they are both on the expedition together to that temple prior, perhaps, perhaps there's something in their previous uh, expedition mm -hmm. notes in the archives. Yes. Mm -hmm. Could we notes when they dated? Mm -hmm. So either way, it sounds like the university, um, either for the notes or the professor, or perhaps both. Yeah, definitely to get started from there. Sounds good to me. Um, Jack, what about you? You've, you've been quiet this morning. Any any thoughts? Sleep early. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you and Zook did a Taiwan on last night. Yes. I will follow you guys. Mm -hmm. Too early to use brain. <laughs> uh, all right. And oh, Lyle's with us, right? Yeah. Did we get that book translated? You didn't get it entirely translated. Translated, no. But you do have um, um, both a coach translated with and also uh, the professor, if you want to. Talk I would like 
to pull out my orb, set it on the table, and knock about three inches to the, the side of it. Hello. Hello. Why are you bothering me this early? Because we had a deal, remember? I didn't realize the Professor Orbs also had the slave. <laughs> we don't. We just don't like to be bothered. I mean, you and I have that in common, Professor Graves. We had a deal about what? I got you those books. Oh, yeah. I've decided that smut is not my thing. <laughs> I thought it might be. I lived in a monastery my entire life. Turns out it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Maybe we just didn't get the right stuff. What'd you say? Maybe we didn't get the right stuff. Yeah, maybe we just gotta find what you think, man. What'd you say? I said, yeah, maybe we just gotta figure out what your kink is, man. I don't know. I have these other books to read. Fascinating what's happened since I've been, you know, stuck in that monastery forever. I uh, stage whisper to Hardy. Maybe he wants a book with pictures of cubes in it or something. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, professor, what what do you need? Um, I want to go to the library. So do we. Great. Then let's go. <laughs> just set him loose in the archives. He's like bouncing against the bookshelf <laughs> until something falls out and he reads the one page. Okay, so you guys make your way uh, to, to the university. Um, where do you want to go first in the university? To the office of faculty slash headmastery place. Headmastery place. Um, there's like where the lounge. <laughs> there's a building where that hosts like the dean and the provosts and um, the registrar and everything. You can go there. It's kind of near the building where Anastasis' offices are. Well, I figure we could start there and let them know that what's going on a little bit and get permission to go to like the office and stuff. So people aren't like, I'm just on vacation. So why are there people there? All righty. So you go and you uh, brown and you find <laughs> oh, the door. <laughs> the door is open. Uh, so you can open the door. It's like a, um, a white wood door. Um, and, and it has kind of like desk set up with um, little storage rooms behind them uh, with files and stuff. And um, in one is um, like a head dean of, um, of the, uh, I don't know, like the, the equivalent of fantasy liberal arts. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
So we probably want to find the Dean of Fantasy Science, right? Yeah, right. Oh, Trisonosis is um uh anthropology. Oh, does anthropology fall under liberal arts? I don't know how college works. I yeah. I, bar- I barely made it through myself. Uh, <laughs> it would be there. Yeah. Hello. We have some Hello. bad news and some bad news. And some yeah. good news. All right. Um and he kind of, he kind of looked at all of you like I guess you can tell me whichever way you prefer. Oh, this is odd, but okay. So the first should I be worried? Maybe. How do you feel about Professor Anastas? In the same way as most people, I guess. Well, then you'll probably be okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Anastas is missing. Yes. I did get a weird message from the general, but I hadn't quite, um, didn't quite understand it yet. We, we don't quite understand it, but we were there. <laughs> All right, so it's not a failure, failing on my part. That's nice to know. Well, interdimensional kidnapping, it sounds like. Interplanar, I mean. Like inter- that one. Well, we're not even sure if it is kidnapping but it is definitely unexpected um uh anastas and um uh, the person whose name i'm desperately trying to look up sheer sheer yes anastas and sheer both of whom were on an expedition to the uh temple a few years ago uh disappeared at the exact same time uh but in separate locations Huh, that's curious. Um, yeah, Cher was in Shikara Shay and Anastas was with us at the temple. Um, we didn't witness Anastas's disappearing, but uh, um, somebody in Shikara Shay did witness Cher just vanish into thin air uh, suddenly without provocation or magic being cast. Anyway, we were hoping to perhaps peruse the expedition notes from the last few expeditions that the two of them were on together. And maybe look at their office. Uh, yeah, I can, you can help yourself to the professor's office. I guess if nobody can find them, then nobody can get mad at you about it. Um, I don't have any... I guess anything on that would be in their office. I can't think of anywhere else it would be. Zook leans over the deck and you hear him go, we have free access and if we don't find them, there's no one to get mad. (laughs) (laughs) Do I see anything shiny on his desk? On this desk? No, it's a very bureaucratic desk. I just nod at Zook. <laughs> like a don't be hasty tap on the side of my yeah. neck. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, that, is that all? I guess I should file a report and cancel the professor's class. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll find the professor soon. 
I'll make a note that potentially cancel the professor's classes oh, or see okay. if I can find a, a substitute in case they're needed. Well, I'm sure you're okay for a little while because they were supposed to be on an expedition. Right? That is, yeah, that is true, um, but only for a few weeks. Do you also, um, would you happen to have someone who is skilled in magic that lets you talk to people who are really far away? Um, nobody in like a particular uh, position with that, but this is a university. There's lots of study of magic. There's a bunch of people who could probably help you with that. I personally can't, but... Would you be able to give me a direction as to whom I might be able to speak to about that? We were hoping to contact a couple people to see if they had anything, any ideas. Also, do you know if Anoxus has any interplanar enemies? Uh, I do not know of any interplanar entities, but knowing the professor, I would not be entirely surprised if there were some. As for that, I would say uh, maybe go over to um, Do you have a divination wing? Library or yeah, maybe divination scroll uh, which is within uh, the scroll of magic. It's um, classes aren't currently in session though, so it might be difficult to find somebody. And sorry, just one more quick question. Is yes. there a church to Hiriam around here? Uh, yes, of course. And question to Amanda, is that where we will find the adopted parent? No, the, the adopted uh, parents is in a different city. They're like okay. to the south. If, if we go to this Ethereum church, do we think we would be able to meet a cleric that could possibly contact that person? Nice. Okay, I don't know if they like traveled and were like, hello, we're all Ethereum homies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what is the next? Well, we're by their office. Yeah, so I think we, and you said, and they said that they think the expedition records would be at Anasis's office, right? Yes. So. There's no other really a uh, place where they keep stuff like that. Individual notes on individual studies. Okay. Um, also, I say, uh, Zook. Uh, also, you should ask where you can publish your uh, manuscript. Your your novel research oh oh yeah i have very interesting anthropological discoveries yeah um i'd bring them to the library that's where our publisher our uh publications stay and they um review board and everything like that all right so the library and then the office (laughs) i'm sorry kidding all right, so you guys uh, leave and you kind of cross the campus to head towards the library. Um, 
and you follow the desk for our fall some signs for the um, library journals office. And you go there and um, you're greeted at the through the door by a uh, a small halfling woman sitting at a comically large desk. Hello. Hello, how can I help you? I have some cool stuff that we wrote up some uh, a little description of and some pictures and it's found in an old temple. Fascinating. Um, what do you want to do with it? Oh, publish it. All right. Uh, who's your academic sponsor? Die. I don't know of a die. And All Professor right. Anastas through them. We were on an expedition with Professor Anastas. Professor Anastas has ceased to be on this plane of existence. So uh, we're, we're hoping to, to publish ourselves. So you're trying to scoop Professor Anastas. Uh, no, they weren't there. Um, I no, say, that's academia, baby. Yeah. <laughs> very good. It's a that's the right man. answer. <laughs> I don't I say, suppose I you say have... we're, we're motivated purely out of spite. It is very important that we be credited with this discovery, not Justin. <laughs> that is also the right answer. Um, how many things did you say you had? Uh, how many findings? How many papers? It was like we had four, right? Yeah, we have some on this runic language. The uh, dragon existence of dragons. We have this high drama. Um, I feel like there is a fourth thing in the tapestries. The tapestries. Oh, yeah, tapestries. All right. Um, well, I need you to fill these out, and it gives, they hand you over four different um, stacks of papers. You have to like give a title. Um, an abstract summary. You've got to like write down all your sources. You've got to um, uh, describe where and how you found all these things. You have to give a suggestion of individuals that might be good for a peer review reading. All um, that. It's a lot of. It's a lot of work. All right. So our next six sessions will be filling out these mm -hmm. documents. <laughs> I'm going to say that we can uh, get through that. It would take like a couple, I think it would take you guys two hours, but you can get it done um, in like a uh, quick cut. <laughs> well, I'm going to say true, true, true to Dai's character, like Dai's going to look at this, realize how much work it is, and then be like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and... Just cut to like a montage sequence of Zook, just like papers flying everywhere. <laughs> Zeke with his frustrator's uh, ability to read and write. Just a montage of the next seven years of us trying to get this published. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then being like, oh yeah, what were we doing? Oh yeah, we were trying to save an Austin's. <laughs> well, he's in one of those realms where time goes way different. It's probably fine. Yes, it's 700 years over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I say, well, uh, I 
just hand all the paperwork to Zook and I say, well, here you go. This is the academic experience. And the reason that I never went to academia. So um, have fun with that. <laughs> and never to be deterred. <laughs> you can finish it now or you can uh, bring it back at another time. Or you can say you're going to finish it for the next five years. <laughs> Whenever your mom brings it up at Thanksgiving, you get mad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. I forgot we we're supposed to be trying to escape reality, not. <laughs> are you going to sit here and get help from your friends doing it now, or are you going to uh, bring it back? I'll bring it back in the morning. Yeah. All right. We, we, we need the. Sounds good. Even though it doesn't seem urgent, I, I do feel like we should at least put in a good faith effort to try to find out what's going on with the Gnostics. <laughs> yeah, you know. And if we can't find anything, we can at least say we tried. So, um, all right. So we have the office to search. We have the library and then potentially some professors that might know something about planar travel. Those are kind of the three things we have. Is that right? Am I missing anything? I don't think so. To the office. We want to, oh, I, I kind of look at uh, Zook and Deck and remember the events of the prior day. And I say, as I'm saying this, I'm wondering if it's a good idea, but do you think we should split up and each tackle one of the three different things? Like, what kind of groups are you thinking? <laughs> like, well, is this a classic uh, mystery machine and we're going to send <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as Deck walks in, is uh, transformed into a Great Dane. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I say, um, Jinkies. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> My glasses. <laughs> That sounds no, that sounds like a good split. Um, does anybody have any of those three things that they feel more attached to than others? Um, I spent a lot of time at the office. All right. So you want to search the office? Sure. Um, yeah. We and maybe you know tackling the archives makes sense uh, on our end. Do we want? both groups to go to the office because maybe I don't know how good me and Deck are at investigating <laughs> and then Fair. we could if you guys want to go to the library after that we could go to try to find teachers that know about interplanar travel hmm. we're quite social very true and inquisitive sure that sounds fine to me So, All right, so you guys check back across the quad uh, to um, the building with Anastasis' office. Uh, when you get there, it's the same as it was before. <laughs> um, it's got, you know, two big rooms. Uh, the first room has some seating areas, but it's mostly uh, like lined with bookshelves with a couple of smaller desks that uh, uh, where the research assistants tend to work. And then... Um, to the left of the entryway is, you know, the other door that leads into where Anastasis' office is, you know, 
like before, it's from a very organized chaos. Uh, every table is full of books or notes or maps. Um, there's some heavy navy velvet curtains hanging uh, uh, over the windows, drawn shut, a little bit of light peeking through, you know, kind of haphazardly closed. Um, there's some weekly glowing stones casting light and um, candles that are unlit kind of throughout. First things first, let's throw open those uh, curtains. Uh, Put some light in. And there's light. Wow, it looks so dusty in the light. (laughs) Doesn't look very dusty. Has Gnostis ever cleaned this place? Uh, No. (laughs) Does it look like anyone's been in the room in a while? Uh, Not since you guys left. Are there any? Uh, actually, the waste baskets are empty, but it doesn't look like anyone dusts or sweeps really in there. Um, I'm going to start kind of looking around. I don't know, just from the general mess, it sounds like maybe he does, they don't have the most organized <laughs> uh, system, but I'm trying to look around and see if there's anything that looks like it's cataloged. Uh, from the period of time that we're interested in. If anything catches my eye on like any of the shelves. Uh, yeah, roll me an investigation check. Uh, can I assist? Uh, yeah. And if anyone wants to look for any other types of stuff. Um, well, does a, does a 14 give Hardy advantage on the roll? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So non-natural 20 then with that awesome. All right. Um, is anyone else also looking for anything so I can decide who gets to see what? <laughs> who yeah. Uh, sorry. You, you can see magic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Want to see um, if there's any magic in here? Sure. I'll um, cast detect magic. Um Oh, uh, yeah, I don't have ritual casting, so it'll be good. All right, so I detect magic on the roof. All right, um, and then Paul, are you still rolling? Yeah, 14. 14? Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I have um, assisted deck? Uh, sure, but then he has to roll again on the computer. <laughs> what was it? Do it. Uh, you get a advantage. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know the graphic card shortage is over, right? You can actually buy them pretty cheap now. <laughs> actually, I was looking on uh, this uh, the store where I was going to buy my computer, and they're out of most of the graphics cards. Mm. So, I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe just a bounce back after the shortage. Maybe. So. Hopefully, that's better. That's few weeks. Yeah. All right. Um, so what was your total? Uh, 14. 14. All right. Um, while looking around, Dad, you find another notebook or another book that uh, Anastas Pierce have used as a notebook. Um, and it's kind of the same binding and look as that. Um, other one where Anasis had been writing in it and there had been that invisible um, runic text underneath that it appeared that they didn't see before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then uh, die. There's, you know, sort of odds and ends that are slightly magic items, uh, mostly things to help with research, seeing, um, writing, all that sort of stuff, a couple magic pens, that sort of thing. Nothing too valuable or exciting. Um, just because, you know, it's in, you know, the university offices, people can come and go. It's all there is is like normal locks on the doors. Nothing. Are the drawers to the desk locked? Nope. Question for you. Yes. These magic pens. Can yes. I dictate to them what I want them to write and they'll write it? Uh, these ones appear to just not need to be dipped in ink. They're like basic magic. All right. I'm still going to take one. Okay. Like, they're really basic. They're like the, the big equivalents of magic pens. But they're infinity, infinity deck. <laughs> um, can I check the desk and see if there's anything, like any hidden drawers or anything like that in it? Uh, yes, you can. Do you want to roll another investigation? Sure. All what right. What did Hardy get with her natural tw- or her? Well, that's tw- what I'm about to get to. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I got a natural twenty with that. Oh, nice. Uh, there wasn't anything in there. Oh, that's a waste. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's why I was just wasn't sure if there was, you know, maybe a hidden, you know, click and the desk drops a hidden notebook or something. Nope. Never uh, that'd be really cool. I thought of that, but no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they hadn't thought of that at all and I couldn't think of anything really interesting <laughs> um, Hardy you find um, in one of the bookshelves uh, a list of small bound uh, notebooks um, with different dates on them there's uh, 14 of them oh wait okay maybe a treasure trove here um, would anyone mind kind of helping me flip through these, see if we can't narrow yeah. down? Zooks takes one down, starts flipping through it. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Hardy takes it out of his hand and puts it right side up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I think I'm happy to help, uh. Would you say it's another investigation, Amanda, or do we just? I know. Let us draw for this. Um, so each of these, there's one from 26 years ago, one from 24 years ago, one from 20 years ago, one from 18 years ago, one from 15 years ago, uh, one from 13 years ago, one from 11 years ago, one from nine years ago, and one from each of the last five years, and. Um, die, you know that the last five years or five years ago is when Anastas uh, became a professor. And that was not Shear, Shear's last one. I say, which of these also had Shear on them? Um, so I'm going to continue describing them. Um, so in each of them, they're kind of like itineraries, plans for each of the trips. Um, They have uh, sort of a list of everything that was brought with them, a list of things that were dropped off at Shikarashe, 
nothing really on the academic findings or anything. It's mostly like a logistical organizational thing. And at the beginning of each page, um, there's a list of between five and six individuals that went that year. Um, the first one, two, the first eight um, were led by somebody that's written down as S. Malacquius. S. Period. Malacquius, like the uh, first names abbreviated. What's the spelling? M. A. L. A. Q. U. I. A. S. Thank you. Um, and there's probably about like. 45, 50 different people listed on each of these trips. Um, but as you guys go through them all together, you find that uh, there are only just about a handful listed as going uh, more than like five times. Um, there's that S. Malacquius. There's somebody, a G. Roper, R-O-P-E-R. Somebody known as Wander. A P. Arkwright, A-R-K-W-R-I-G-H-T, and then Sheer and Agnostic. A-R-K-W-R-I-G-H-T, and then Sheer and Anastas. And um, in the later years, but not the Anastas years, you see uh, not as many times as the others, but an individual uh, H. Malacquius. Maybe like that person went like maybe uh, four times, three or four. But the others were at least five times. And safe to assume that that was the same spelling, yes, of Malacquius? Yes. Okay. Those ones with the CK and the W. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> Red herring. You guys figured it out. I just thought if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> um, so, do we, uh, which one of, uh, were all um, seven of those on the last expedition that Sheer was also on? Um, Sheer was on five different expeditions. And um, some of them overlapped. But none of them were on one single expedition together. So I guess if we track down who these other people are and see which ones are missing. Yeah. We could figure out which expedition it and was. I mean, should definitely start with those five, right? Uh, I think I think so. Yeah. How about we start with those Malakwias people? Because that sounds like a name that is very distinct. If we were to ask people <laughs> if they knew them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, do you think there's a, a FERPA act in this fantasy world, or do you think we can go ask the registrar who these people are? <laughs> So well, you got some, some gold on you? 
And Small Acquiesce uh, was leading it. They're probably a professor and those types of rules don't really apply to them. <laughs> They'll probably be so. We, so we just gotta go find a directory. Do you know where the registrar's office was? Can I start wandering the halls looking for pictures of the faculty? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this seems like a good a good of a lead as any. Um, let's go find out who this Professor Malacquius perhaps could be. All right, so you guys, what, where do you guys head for that? Back to like the uh, administration offices? Yeah, yeah we're gonna, we want to go. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was saying, or if there's just a wall that has like a, a, a listing of all the faculty. Uh, there is one with a listing of the faculty, but this Malacquias is not on it. Hmm. Could we return to and the You know, they haven't been on any since Anastas has been a professor. Hmm. They just don't put them on. Retiree. Uh, or, or perhaps permanently retired to the ground. Oh, true. Um, we should find out. To the registrar. You guys head over there. Knock on the door. Go in. Uh, so Scooby, Scooby-Doo wipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And the like, oh, yes, uh, which Professor Malacquius? H&S. Ah, okay. Yes. Um, Salas and Helene. Um, well, they live in town. Um, it's been a while since we've heard from them. But uh, unless I heard Salas was uh, pretty ill. Um, they do live, though, uh, Salas comes from a uh, a um, very wealthy family. They own some of the uh, some of the big um, gem mines outside of the city. Um, you can find them at also estates. What which estates? The Othal. O a t h h a l. Excellent. And um, do you know where we could get some honey made? <laughs> um, I expect a new store. All right. Trying that old hat again. Um, <laughs> when you say you haven't heard from them in a while, uh, how long has it been? How frequently did the professors return to campus? Uh, well, you know, they're older and retired. Um, they've been taking that care, and last I heard, um, about uh, two years ago, uh, their young grandchild, well, Helene's grandchild, or grandchild from her first marriage, um, had come to live with them, and uh, they have been very busy with him, haven't really been coming back for, you know, the talks or are, uh, are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like networking events or anything like that. Hmm. 
a professor that wouldn't try to indoctrinate their child into the university life, something must be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, once I heard Pira was eight, so plenty of time. Like on a scale from missing pets to wetting the bed, is this kid, you said he was troublemaker? No, uh, just his parents had passed in that in a uh, accident while on vacation. So he lives with his grandparents now. Do you know vacationing where, by chance? Um, I believe they went to Juris. Okay. Which is another country. I was just making sure you weren't going to tell me the same place you just were, because that would have been very <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> nope, completely unrelated. <laughs> um, here, and they're trying to like write down some directions, give you a little map to uh, the estate. And do you know if they like anything in particular? Um, Helene was always a fan of uh, red wine. Okie dokie. Do you know a uh, name of a uh, vineyard or anything? She's French daughter. Yeah. Um... Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't even think of No. Yeah. The one with the house on the of vineyard. <laughs> uh, there's one. There's one with a. Um... A large dog on it. Um, they're dog people, so they'd probably like that. So when you say dog person, <laughs> as a bird person, you're going to have to be a little clearer on that. They, they <laughs> appreciate dogs. Sellers um, actually bred dogs for, uh, for a while. Gotcha, gotcha. And they are human. They're human, yes. Okay. Um, yes. You said Satis and Heldine? Solace. Solace? S-A-U-L-U-S. S-A-U-L-U-S. And H-E-L-E-N-E. H-E-L-E-N-E. Yeah. Okay. That's why I put the first time, but then I thought you said something with a D. She goes, um, the grandson's actually half open, but yeah, they are human. And you said he's eight? Yep. I take one of my wooden swords from my bag. All right, so we got this, and we'll just get a bottle of wine on the way. <laughs> In my head, I, I just, uh, die just has this, just this catastrophic way of this, how this is going to go bad. <laughs> And it's like, uh, do you have a toy that's perhaps not a weapon? No. We'll we'll get a we'll get a, a better toy on the way. <laughs> you have that doll. Ooh. <laughs> um, I say, uh, now that I know it's not haunted, I want to keep it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we had found that it was not haunted. <laughs> Yes, uh, you learned that from Hellicent. All right. All right. So you guys uh, make your way or Do you want to role play picking a wine and a toy? Or can you just tell me what you guys did? <laughs> I was going to say either that or like on the way, Hardy tries to like find something to like 
whittle like little bird. Cool. Yeah. So you guys get what you need on your way over and you um head in our head to uh, follow the directions. And where's my photo? Where's my photo? Just one second. You get to a house or an estate that looks like Anyway, it's a large, uh, it's a large building. Uh, the middle part of it looks a lot more kept up than other parts. Uh, each of the um, wings on either side. Uh, there's what looks like an old um, chapel for Hiriam on the east wing, uh, and then um, basically it's a sort of the same stone as most of the, um, the buildings in the capital are made of um, with the uh, wooden shingles or clay shingles on the top. Um, it's the garden in the front's a little overgrown. Uh, there's vines going up and down and around. Uh, and in that front, same front yard, um, is a woman. Let's see. It's an older woman. Um, she's got gray hair pulled up into a bun. Um, and then uh, she's dressed kind of like, you know, with pictures of like how Queen dressed when she was doing like outdoorsy stuff, but it looked like it was like really, really, so really, really fancy clothes and, you know, perfectly ironed and stuff like that. And she's um, doing some light gardening in the front. And as you walk up, um, two large dogs kind of stands at attention at her side and kind of look at you warily. And she knows warily. <laughs> and she, she notices the dog see you and looks over and goes, oh, hello, have you um, come to uh, an answer of our advertisement? Your advertisement? Uh, yes, we're looking uh, to hire some new help around the house. What kind of help? Oh, you know, everything basically. Uh, we need a cook. Gardener, 
um, somebody to guard, and then of course a tutor for our grandson. It seems um, recently we've been, uh, people have been well, leaving our service for other opportunities. Interesting. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Is your house haunted? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> and I wouldn't tell you if it was. <laughs> There's no such thing as hauntings, unless, of course, uh... well, I mean, there is, but this one is not haunted. I was going to say, I've killed ghosts, <laughs> which is a strange right. thing to say, but... <laughs> out of character there's a part of me that really just wants to lead into this ruse and be like yeah sure we're here cook gardener tutor and we're all here speaking of tutors i would be happy to tutor your grandson oh great um we pay two gold a month but we provide living expenses and meals excellent You've convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what's, what are your areas of study, typically? Cartography slash geography and nature and swordsmanship. Uh, Zookir is getting ready to, uh, to publish a paper of great importance on some recently made anthropological discoveries. So that. My uh, husband was an anthropologist. Oh, was? Did your husband pass away? No, he's just uh, very ill. (laughs) Terribly sorry to hear that. (laughs) Well, we're glad he didn't pass away. Uh, I am as well. Well, the question was, did he pass away? Then you said, no, he's just sick. So, I mean, it's better, but it's not the best. No, he uh, hasn't been the same in a while, unfortunately. Is he well enough to speak and have conversations? No, he's not. Um, He's been... uh, fantasy comatose for about two years now. My brain is not working super well today. I'm sorry, guys. I could have come up with a better description than that. Have you tried moving the fantasy thermometer? Uh, so, so sorry to hear that he has the uh, the uh, persistent sleeping sickness. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this is much better than fantasy comatose. <laughs> Um, so wait, what were the four roles she needed? A gardener, a cook, cook, cook a, tutor, guard, and a guard, and a guard. I could be the gardener. Um, okay, well, I assume you all have some sort of expertise or else the agency would not have sent you. Yes, the agency would not have sent us otherwise. Actually, well, the... it's not really an agency. It's more of a loose conglomeration, but... <laughs> Uh, that, that, I suppose, would make me the guard, she said, with confidence. Uh, Dai says, I feel, oh, if that makes me the cook, I feel bad for everybody. <laughs> we could swap. 
no, no, my my scholarly friend. I <laughs> I can I can navigate a kitchen certainly. How hard could it be? She kind of stands up and brushes her hands off um, on the apron over, that she's wearing over a pair of uh, loose trousers and goes, well, in that case, uh, I will show you to the kitchen and then I can show everyone else around to the other parts of the house. Um, your uh, homes here are, are lovely. What are their names? Oh, yes. Um, this... And she uh, gestures at the lighter colored one and she goes, this is Tannen. And the, her brother over there is Barley. Tannen and Barley. Do the dogs seem receptive at all to us or are they still kind of in alert mode? Um, they're looking at you, but they're not like tense or anything. Can I pet uh, them? Your owner, oh, yes, of course. Barley Tannen, you've got some friends here. And they kind of start wagging their tails and coming over and sniffing hands. I offer hands and give scritches once the mm-hmm. things are permissible. <laughs> they enjoy the scritches. They are good dogs. <laughs> oh, and the... And uh, some time... Cast, ritually casting uh, speak with animals while this well she's trying to lead you guys in and everything she's taking the dog it takes 10 minutes yeah, yeah the dogs are following you it takes 10 minutes to sit down and ritually cast something yeah you want to do it after you should take you apart oh yeah <laughs> she's trying to leave you behind <laughs> you, just, you just use the spell slot right like we're not I, I, what's the odds that this is going to be a combat house What's the odds? Famous So the paperwork didn't say. Uh, what's the young lad's name? Oh, my nephew. Or, sorry, my grandson. His name is uh, Pyro. P i r o. Actually, Pyro. Sorry, Pyro. Not Pyro. We did hear that he was Pyro. a little <laughs> troublemaker. He's yeah, he's not at all. He's a very nice. He's a very good. It's a little quiet boy. And she, as she comes in, she calls that uh, Pyro, Pyro, <laughs> Pyro. And uh, you hear um, some footsteps coming from a room off the side. And there's a uh, boy. He is half elven, um, a little darker complexion than his grandmother. And with, um, uh, brown hair and um, a very nice little outfit uh, befitting of kind of his social station. And then those uh, reference photos are in the general chat. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. What's new? I cast. <laughs> no, <I can't. laughs> What'd you say? I said, I don't trust them. And I said, I cast. <laughs> his name is Pyro. But, so I'm guessing that prodigy is the fire starter. <laughs> what is new, youth? And those are the dogs. Um, so as we're walking in, uh, kind of, hopefully, quite enough that only Hardy and uh, Zook, if they're near me, can hear and, and Deek, Deck. Uh, they say, "There's something very off about the lady of the house." Yes. 
There's something off about this whole scenario. She seems very happy, even though her life doesn't seem very happy. Sure, that too. Also, I, I, I know that you planned these things in advance, Amanda, but I do love that we had that Scooby-Doo joke and now we are going into a spooky mansion. <laughs> I, I know, it worked out well. <laughs> Luckily, we left the mystery carriage out, parked out front so we can make a quick exit. <laughs> All right, uh, Piero comes in and uh, kind of walks over and takes his grandmother's hand as he kind of observes all of you and gives a small smile. Uh, oh, I haven't asked you for your names. My, my mistake. I'm so sorry. Um, Piero, these are uh, the new people who are going to be helping us around the house. And she kind of like gestures towards... Uh, you guys to introduce yourselves. Hello, Piro. I am the illustrious Professor Zook. Hi. I'm going to teach you cool stuff. Okay. What kind of stuff do you like? Do you like bugs in nature? Um, I do not like bugs. Nature's fine. Um, I like... I like books and I like naps and I like. Hi, right, kid. Come on, move along. <laughs> oh, I like music. All great interests. Yes. You don't. Um... Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> what? What what do you do for fun around I the play, house? I play on the piano. Of course you do. <laughs> I, I feast on the souls of my victims. And what's your imaginary friend's name? David. David. <laughs> Noted. There, um, there it is, an adult male name for an imaginary friend. Oh, no. Uh, says, a record <laughs> Dai says um, so uh, I'm I'm Dai, the, the chef um, what's, your, what's, what's your favorite food? Um, called spaghetti's oh I think I can actually manage that alright I think, I think we'll do just fine kid he smiles it's a small smile but it seems like the best he does Who are you? I, uh, you, young master, may refer to me uh, as Sergeant Tuffets, your new head of security. <laughs> For giving title to ourselves, uh, and and I, I present the the little carved bird. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sergeant Tuffets. What's his name? <laughs> That's a great question. What, what do you think a good name for it would be? Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that in character from the back deck, just what? 
Uh, my instincts were correct. I think we need to kill this girl. This little boy. I love this boy. We need to kill him. I casted my spell ahead of time. What's that strange tattoo on the side of your neck? <laughs> oh, it's just a birthmark. <laughs> no, bullshit. <laughs> I love this uh, nice open uh, front uh, awning you have. We can hang over the entranceway. Yeah, um, we have some tables. Sometimes Grandma and I have tea up there. Hmm. And snacks? Well, yeah, you know, tea, like high tea. That's just like the drink. <laughs> Who has tea without sandwiches and little cakes? people <laughs> he's just trying to be confused okay we'll cover that in four people <laughs> grandma what is four <laughs> what does four mean grandma grandma <laughs> you're a plumber what on earth is that <laughs> all right die um here let me show you to the kitchen and yes. you guys uh, walk through sort of a dining area, or you know, through the sort of entryway into past the dining area and a uh, open set of double doors to one side leading to um, what looks like a ballroom, and then into the back um, through a smaller door into a kitchen. And when you get into the kitchen. The kitchen is wrapped. Like all the, everything's open. Um, no dishes or anything are broken, but any sort of bags are torn open and sort of spooling down and pulled aside. Um, napkins and things are tossed around. She just goes, oh dear. I look at Zook, well, I basically look at Hardy and, and Dias. So I swear. Me and Zook were with you the entire time. <laughs> Wasn't us. <laughs> I say, um, did is this happen often here? Um, sorry, should I call you Doctor Malaquias or Helene or? Um, Doctor Helene is fine. Didn't usually call us Doctor by our first names. No, people would get confused with two of us Malaquiases. Uh, is, is, this, is this common for this kitchen to be in the state, Dr. Helene? Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think we're on some sort of like a fault line. It, it happens roughly every day. Fault line. I'll have to check the perimeter. Usually in the evenings, we, or usually in the mornings, we find it like this, but I haven't been in. Uh, we, we we went out for scones for breakfast this morning, so haven't been in the kitchen yet today. Have you thought of investing in things that would hold your stuff shut so it didn't spill all over the place every day? Um, well, we do have it. It just it always ends up like this anyway. And do you get woken up by these fault lines? events in the mornings and oh no we sleep right through them it shouldn't bother you at all 
you all should sleep well as well. Sukes looks a little concerned as he glances at his friends. <laughs> the concern is mirrored right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, um, I will do my best to get this cleaned up and get some cold spaghetti ready for Piro. <laughs> Yes, oh. of course. Um, before that, though, I do realize I haven't shown you uh, the sleeping quarters yet. If you follow me, and she opens a door and walks to the side of the kitchen, and there's a sort of servant staircase going down. Of course. And, <laughs> so what? So this, uh, I was like, it's going to be a staircase going down to the basement. You said it's a servant staircase going down. I was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a staircase going, going down. down. Um, and a hallway lit by a couple of small lights in the middle of the hallway. Uh, and there's six different room, uh, bedrooms leading off of it. So you can pick whichever room you would like. Um, they're basically all the same. Question. Yes. Has anyone ever died in any of them? And if so, could I not have that one? Uh, not in my memory. As, I mean, it's... This house has been here for hundreds of years. Potentially. What would I, I roll? married into the family. What would I roll to do a heebie-jeebie test to see which room gives <laughs> me the least heebie-jeebie? Um, wisdom. All right. <laughs> wisdom. That is a natural one. <laughs> um, that would be yes. the last room on the left. This one. As I walk in and you see my breath form in front of me as I think this one feels like the one I want. The lights flicker. <laughs> it's a crack of thunder for no reason. If a thunder flashes through the window, even though we're underground and there's no window. <laughs> uh, Tannen follows you in and then immediately turns and stares up at one of the corners of the bedroom. <laughs> watches. Looks good to me. <laughs> Very uh, I'd like the one that's nearest to the stairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one on each side. <laughs> All right, Professor Xerxes, and this is our room. Professor Xerxes goes, I thought I asked to be left at the library. Um, this is the wealthy old lady's house. I'm sure you can find some good books. Good. Probably, probably read all the books. All the books. <laughs> um, so you guys fight rooms. And uh, Professor Helene goes, um, well, I can show you uh, deck to the gardener's shed and um, um, uh, Zook to the school room uh, and then Hardy uh, I will then give you you know a tour of the outside of the estates um, and you can see where we keep our uh, weaponry and things like that we do have a couple of other minor guards but they're uh, they usually, we only have them over, over the evenings and we station mm-hmm. them along the perimeter. And we give them a trial? Well, they're not here yet. They come in the evenings. Can we do it then and see what they're worth in case there's an event so we know? 
Um, sure. I just, I, 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 I'll, I'll handle the training of the <laughs> professor, please. It does seem very odd that this uh, tutor is asking about that. But <laughs> well, this is very fit. <laughs> And Zooks takes off his earmuffs that he had put on in his bedroom. Well, I just get a weird feeling sometimes that it's been good to make sure the guards are all set. <laughs> um, so she shows you around the house. Um, it's it's a, it was at least once a very very nice estate, and you know it's kind of kept up um, on a on like the most uh, general levels, but you know like some of the Windows are old and um, the uh, stained glass kind of, you know, kind of gathering sort of darkness around each of the different little panes. Not a whole lot of light comes in. Um, the corridors are tall and a little drafty. It's like any big old uh, family estate home. Um, she shows you where the library is, uh, where her office is, where her husband's office is. Um, she shows you, did uh, you pass the office and goes, uh, this is where my husband stays. Um, he's very ill, so uh, it's best if you don't bother him. Isn't he in a coma? Yes, yes, exactly. So I don't see why you would need to go inside. But if we did bother him, wouldn't that be a good thing? Uh, probably not. He's never responded to anyone else. And I think that if he woke up and was surrounded by strangers, that would be very terrifying. But keywords woke up. <laughs> yeah, he's it's not likely. Okay. I was just saying, if we happen to walk by and he's like, hey, who are you? I thought that'd be a pretty crazy coincidence. <laughs> I mean, if you hear anyone calling from in there, you can certainly go and check. Gotcha. And you never um, come back and he's in like a different spot or anything like that, right? No. Okay. I mean, evening I tell him good nights and go to bed. And when I wake up, he's still in a fantasy coma. <laughs> Fantasy Costco. <laughs> All your dreams come true. Got a deal for you. Um, would you like anything for dinner aside from cold spaghetti? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, can you make a uh, a nice duck lounge? Yeah. I <laughs> will certainly make Thank you. Um, hope you like uh, hope you like continental cooking. <laughs> oh, I've never had continental cooking. It's my specialty. Fantastic. <coughs> and look at Dive. Like, what, what, what did she say? Is that food? It will, it will purport itself to be, yes. Um, uh, I, I'm going to go get started on the the food that you requested. That I <laughs> The duck. And the duck was like an orange glaze and that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll figure it out. And Dai is going to go to the kitchen and have a small panic attack. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Can Zooks go to the library and look for a recipe book? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Professor Helene says that does uh, takes Hardy outside to show her around, and you can investigate uh, in the library. Zook. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, you're able to find a couple of different cookbooks. Um, one looks a little newer. Like perhaps uh, the professor got it when for their wedding, um, and there's a couple more kind of going back to uh, older and older times. You got like your um, fantasy 1950s cookbook, your fantasy 1920s cookbook. <laughs> They're all that uh, white and red plaid. <laughs> yes, exactly. I. <laughs> uh, you got your fantasy Julia Childs. <laughs> That's fantasy one. That's one. Puck. <laughs> See, now, now I, I think Ty could fuck around with some Julia Child recipes. <laughs> Slide them into the kitchen and shoot Ty the finger pistols. Ty uh, <laughs> is just standing there with a broom and a dustpan and just gives a tentative. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my plan for the kitchen... Mm-hmm. is basically to because I don't think we're gonna I surely we're not planning on staying here for than a day so my my plan is we're not we're not her new staff yeah my when Zook comes in to get the cookbook I kind of guest her guest her over and say all right so look I'm going to stall as long as I can in this kitchen hopefully that'll give the rest of you time enough to find out whatever it is we're looking for here. I'll be honest, I kind of got swept up in the moment. I'm not sure what we're doing here, but um, I'll figure something out. Uh, Did Piro go with the lady and party outside? Um, you didn't see him do it. Do I see him around? Uh, roll a perception check. <laughs> fucking crawling on the walls. <laughs> steering across the ceiling. Uh, 23, natural 20. Okay, you turn around and he's sitting right, standing about five feet away, just staring at you too. Absolutely. Quietly. Hey, Pearl. Quietly. Hi. Um, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you know where I could find some books on exploring? Probably the library. Well, the ones that your grandpa and your grandma did on those explorers. Oh, uh, Grandpa's stuff's all in his office, but I'm not allowed to go in there. Gotcha. I got you the sword. Uh, hand him the little wooden sword. He holds it and goes, thank you. I'm going to teach you how to use that so you can protect your grandma. All right, I'm good at protecting my grandma. Oh, Jesus. What do you protect your grandma from? <laughs> oh, I can't tell you. Yeah. The, yeah, the statement yeah. tell you not to tell us? <laughs> well, if I, when I, when, well, I don't tell people when, when people know, then they leave. Um, well, maybe you should, maybe you should let us know. I won't leave. I'm not scared. Bathroom and he runs off. I turn to die. 
<sighs> I'm gonna so get murdered by ghosts. <laughs> hey, there's one thing I know about ghosts. It's that busting their heads make me feel good. <laughs> I'm the, I ain't afraid of no ghost. So, to reiterate, busting makes me feel good. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. In conclusion. In conclusion. QED. <laughs> uh, I say, there's clearly something going on here. It might be related to the disappearance. Um. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some cooking noises in here, but I'm gonna go to the office. You 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 do the investigation. I would like to approach the office stealthily. All right, so uh, you approach the office stealthily. While you do that, we're going to jump cut to the outside. Um, uh, Hardy and Deck. She is uh, showing you around. That um, she opens, shows you over to this. Uh, little uh, shed out back. Well, not little shed. It's kind of like the size of a small house. And inside sort of all these pots and potting soil and a bunch of different types of tools for working in the garden, some seeds and some starters and basically anything you need to really make a garden work. And she goes, "Um, this is for maintaining the front. Uh, I handle the backyard by myself. So you don't need to worry about that at all. Okay. Uh, it's just growing stuff, right? I don't need to do any trimming, right? That's no, not me. yet trimming. I mean, plants like to be trimmed. They uh, grow better usually if they've been trimmed. Oh, I got another they flower way of better. better. <laughs> well, all right. Well, you're, you're the expert. Uh, sit down for a little bit. Yes. And, but remember, don't uh, not the backyard. Oh, hard, yes. uh, topics. <laughs> um, so I'll watch her walk away, right? Mm-hmm. Where is she heading towards? Um, she's kind of just walking along the fence, um, uh, showing Hardy around, showing her some of uh, the spots where uh, she's like, oh, here's where uh, one of the guards stay. And it's like this little station kind of pop- propped up so I can see over the fence, but also see um throughout around the yard and there's one sort of like each cardinal direction um in the in the yards okay. and she goes uh she's telling her um so everyone the first watch comes in uh 9 to 12 and then there's another one from 12 to 3 and another one from 3 to 6 oh, very efficient um do you have the, the names of who will be joining me this evening? Oh, yes, and she kind of gives you a list. It's a lot of, like, generic dude names, fantasy dude names. <laughs> None of them are real people where they really thinking about. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't think about them much. Because <laughs> um, Is it contracts the night? through. Is it the night right no, now? It's daytime. daytime. Yeah, it's probably around noon. Um, how long? So she left them out in the in the yard by myself. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any uh, questions, Hardy? Um, I think you you'll be 
mostly inside the house, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on with us during the day. Oh, uh, if we leave, uh, guard the estates. But other than that, um, each at the end of each watch, somebody will come <clears> down <throat> and report to you uh, as they're <coughs> heading home. Uh, and beyond that, uh, in case of emergency, they're to wake you first and a second. This sounds very standard to my experience. Um, I, is there anything, keys or anything I should have on hand? Uh, any part of the house that uh, might need locking up at night? Uh, anything of that nature? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, she takes out uh, a key. Like, no, thank you for reminding me. Um, Shows you the keys to the front door and the back door and some side doors. Um, the key uh, to the gardener's shed, uh, the key uh, to the cellar. Um, and then um, sort of the keys that uh, uh, just like handle some, uh, some supply closets and stuff. And she's like, that should be everything that you need. Perfect, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, if you don't mind, I will be uh, heading inside. You can follow me or you can do what you wish. Uh, tomorrow will be actually your official first day. Mm, yes. Uh, I, I may take a walk uh, along the, the fence line here just to familiarize myself with those spots. Uh, but I'll be in shortly. Perfect. Shit work then. Uh, very good. Very good. And she heads inside. Uh, Deck, what sort of nonsense were you trying to get up to? <laughs> um, just trying to figure out, do I have like eight hours worth of time right now? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm just going to start casting uh, plant growth. All right. See you guys in eight hours. Bye. <laughs> so I'm uh, working towards that office. Yes, you're heading towards that office. Um, it's a big ornate door kind of carved, very pretty. Um, and it is locked. Is there like uh, any way I can peer into the room? Nope. I mean, you could try looking through the lock hole, but that doesn't actually work in real life. Is it an external room? What do you mean? Like, does it have windows? Oh, um, sure. It looks like it goes up to the back of the house. Can I note its location for future endeavors? Of course. It's duly noted. Alrighty, then it's I like will. It's about the, uh, it's on the second floor, about the uh, fourth room in maybe like the uh sixth and seventh windows and did they did they say they kept uh the old man in here no he's in his bed in a bedroom is that door locked yes it is and it's kind of down the hall um i guess towards the eastern side of the uh of the uh, house can i also note where this room is yeah. 
do I think that this room would have windows attached to it? Probably. Okay. I will return to uh, the kitchen. You come in and there's just like four pots going on the stove. There's like just piles, like all the stuff has just been pushed in the corners. Like um, I, I, I'm sitting there with a uh, a duck that I've somehow caught that I've yet to pluck, <laughs> and I'm like, things are going fine. Uh, I I want to also come back in at this point uh, and see Die just like holding the duck, and I'll come up and start trimming it. <laughs> oh yes, th- th- thank you. Um, I wasn't sure how the feathers were removed. Apparently, you just pulled them out. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. So, um, I'm gonna real quick before we start talking, I'm gonna do a perception check to see if I see the spooky kid. Okay. I have a hunch. I have a hunch that, much like the guide from what we do in the shadows, he just will pop up, kind of <laughs> anywhere. Um, uh, perception is my wisdom. Seventeen. Um, you don't see him anywhere, but it sounds like uh, from one of the upstairs rooms, you hear something that kind of sounds like maybe like a rocking horse. I also hear a faint singing, like a nursery rhyme or something. <laughs> yes, they sing you doing so. around the rosy. <laughs> uh, so, um, any luck on any of your uh, things? So, uh, at that point, Hardy takes the key ring out and kind of like jangles it a little. Did she just give that to you? Yeah, I'm her head of security. Who? I walked. She, she I didn't actually. Even, she didn't even check your references. Like, yeah, she definitely didn't. And also, all of us acted like we did not know what she was talking about, and then let us come in <laughs> and, and feed her grandchild and gave us the keys to her house. Um, guys, I I know that we're dealing with a magical investigation into you know a transdimensional disappearance. Um, but this might be the spookiest shit we run into yet. <laughs> Absolutely. And I met a demon. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, oh, I didn't realize that the duck was full of all that. Um, excuse me. <laughs> uh, oh, I just thought, I just, you know, I've never seen one fresh before. I just assumed they Party's came... elbow deep, just like... Hmm? Oh. <laughs> um, excuse me. just uh, looks traumatized. Anyway, um, uh, I don't want to be a chef in real life. Um, that's all I know so far. Um, Zook, you, you're good at prying into things. Also, where's Deck? Uh, last oh, he's probably he was still outside. Zook, you're good at prying into things. Have you found anything at all germane to our investigation or this situation? So, or or our general survival. Are those keys uh, could they get us in the office or the bedroom? That I'm not sure of. I think she gave, she, she, she gave you a list, right? She said there was like the... None yeah. of them were... I, I was going to say, the only, the only keys hmm. that she gave me, I think, are ones that are kind of like 
areas she would let us go into anyway. How much, um, how many hours do you think we have until sundown? How many hours we have left in our lives, you mean? Um, <laughs> before we find out why everyone else quit. I figure it's about that number. Okay. I mean, if everyone else quit, that doesn't mean necessarily anyone's died yet. It, it depends on, on how they resigned. Mm. Oh, another odd thing. When we were outside, she was really specific with Deck about she wants him to focus on only the front and not the back, but that's like her pain. The backyard must be the lake with the carriages that she's pushed into it. <laughs> All the other mystery carriages. Uh, Roman perception check. Uh, 21. Uh, 5. Mm. Oof. Ten. All right. Um, and if you want ten and up, here is sort of a clack, clack, getting closer and closer. That's a ghost, guys. <laughs> and then uh, Barley walks into the kitchen. Okay. Oh. And just trying to look up at the ceiling and watches. So the clack, clack was coming from overhead. It nails. Or- it's barley coming in. Okay. Yeah, nails. Uh, He's just staring at the ceiling. Hey, Di, can you detect magic on the ceiling? Um, you know, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll cast another detect magic. Uh, and then I'm just going to take a quick loop around the estate for 10 minutes. Um, I say, uh, watch my pots. Uh, and you, as I say that, you all realize that there's, there's just water in them. There's no food. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy, Hardy starts like breaking down the duck and like, and Hardy does not know how to make what was asked, but she does know how to like, just at least prepare wild game. <laughs> so he jumps in and starts making like a fancy orange like zest sauce, just because he's familiar with um, citrus. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing, Dai? Uh, I'm. I've got the tech magic up. Uh huh. Um. And I'm just gonna go pretty much do a quick loop through all the parts of the house that I'm allowed into, looking for magic. Uh yeah. Um, you see like some fancy knickknacks and artifacts around, kind of for show, like rich people have. Um, some of them have like some slight magic. They're just like wondrous items, fun little things. Um, and on the first floor, uh, that's mostly uh, there's of course magic for everything for all the light fixtures. Um, one of the carpets appears to be magic. Um, and then if you head upstairs, the hallway. Uh, can I do an arcana check to see what school of magic that carpet is? Uh, sure. Uh, that is a uh, 18. Um, it is transmutation. Okay, just going to tuck that one away. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, 
and uh, I'm going to step around it as I continue along. All right. Uh, you head upstairs. Um, there are paintings lining the stairwell. Um, those like some of uh, Professor Solace's uh, family. Um, and then you get up the stairs and there's more pictures lining the hall, or not pictures, um, portraits lining the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see uh, all the doors leading to like the restrooms and um, offices and everything and down the hall and over is where the bedrooms are. There's like just bedrooms and then sort of a master bedroom. Um, and uh, one of the guest bedrooms, the one where the uh, where Professor Solace is, um, has a, a magical lock on it. Hmm. Abjuration magic, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it looks like just a basic arcane lock. Okay, make a note of that. Um, and then uh, there's another um, another doorway uh kind of at the end of that hall that is uh also locked magically can i ask a question for clarification on these magically locked doors yes is it like the lock is magical or the door is closed and held closed entirely by magic um it is locked and then spelled. So it is a mundane lock and then a magic lock, like double locked. So I guess what I'm kind of asking is if there's a fire and the fire brigade comes in with axes, can they get in the room? I'd say no. And I'd say the fire couldn't get into the room from the door either. It could go in the through the walls though. Zook's thinking about burning his old lady's house down. <laughs> oh, well, no, I was thinking if we broke down the door instead of trying to get through the magic lock, but um so, so there's two doors, second floor, magical locks. Mm-hmm. Do either of the door are they just look like normal doors or do they look special in any way? Oh, they look like normal doors. Um, all right. I'm going to channel my best Zooks. Uh, and, you know, Zooks is rubbing off on me a little bit here. Um, and uh, I'm just going to whisper under my breath, jinkies. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm okay. Is the old, the old lady's outside, right? Helene? Uh, no, she came back in, uh, when Hardy came back in. Was she upstairs or is she downstairs? She's in her office. Which is upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. And do I know which room her office is in? Uh, yeah. So, um, if you go, when you came up the stairs, there was kind of a corridor, which was like offices and the library and Mm -hmm. hers was the farthest towards the front of the house. Now you're kind of in the back left or the back west corner of the house. Okay, so kind of away from her, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to use um, 
I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on one of the Arcane Locks at third level. Uh, and I'm going to use a Sorcery Point to cast it subtly, so no verbal or somatic components. Okay, okay. Um, does the uh, Arcane... And uh, I still have my Detect Magic up. Does the Arcane Yeah, it's, lock... it's, it's gone. All right, I try opening the door. Uh, it seems like the door is locked. Like a regular lock, but you feel like... It, it's like a... Kind of like a, a door lock that would be like on any bedroom door. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you kind of like stick something in it and it pops open. <laughs> um, what do I have here? Could I, uh, could I try popping it open? But yeah. I, okay, all right. I pull out a knitting needle. I'm just going to try and pop it open. Do I need to roll something for that? Oh, no, it's easy enough. <laughs> Like anything higher than a five would do it. Oh, wait, check on top of the door. <laughs> For what? One of those little keys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to kind of just make it, doing another quick look around, not seeing anybody. I'm going to try to stealthily open the door and peek inside. All right. Um, you open the door, and there is a staircase going up. And roll me a perception check. Uh, let's see. Not my strong suit, by the way, perception. Uh, 14. I got rolled an 11. So. All right. You hear, I wouldn't go up there if I was you. I, I turn around. Is uh, Kiro standing there? Yep. I, I'm going to crouch down so I'm at Kiro's level. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of quietly say, why not? What's up there? I don't know, but there is a cloud at night. It's loud at night? Yeah, you move around. Um, is, it, uh, is there talking, or is it just kind of like people roughhousing up there? Uh, mostly walking. Um, sometimes there's some talking. Oh. Hey, um... In the kitchen, uh, I think Hardy's got a snack for you. What kind of snacks? I don't know. She said it was a surprise. I love snacks. Okay. And he runs off. Uh, the moment that kid disappears, I'm like, I start stealthily walking up the steps. All right. Uh, so you, it's a sort of a tight, narrow flight of stairs up into an attic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you walk up. And with my, I have dark vision. Do I see anything? Uh, you don't see. Well, I mean, you see things. Uh, it's like there's a lot of storage going on up there. Um, lots of cobwebs, things that it looks like people haven't touched in a while. Um, hmm. so it's dusty. Kid, it's dark. The kid says that it. There's a bunch of movement up here at night, but there's cobwebs and things don't appear disturbed, huh? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Uh, Do they happen to hear oops. the door slam closed as they reach the top of the stairs? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> um, hmm. I, you know, I just I've been watching horror movies all week, so I, you know, <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna continue up the stairs and peek around the attic. All right, uh, Roman investigation check. Make sure you keep an eye out for when Helene pops up and goes, oh, you shouldn't be up here. <laughs> uh, the jump scare, yeah. 
Uh, that that's ten. Um, do I have do we have inspiration? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, I feel I feel. You're forgetting the demonstration. Yes, you can. I feel <laughs> I feel cheeky. I'm gonna burn my inspiration on this. Uh, that Not is, now when. That, yeah, that is an eighteen. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so you're looking around. Nothing really jumps out at you. Uh, there's boxes. There's old furniture, kind of covered in uh, white sheets. Mm -hmm. Um. All the cobwebs are kind of on the outer side of the room. There aren't really any low ones um, kind of in the middle where the building kind of arches up. The, the highest points of the, of the uh, roof. Um, I mean, there's some like really high up, but they don't come down. It could be natural. It could be because something disturbed it. Um, it's not obvious really either way. You're not a really well versed in spider etiquette. <laughs> and would you say this uh, area of clean? It's an open space. We say it's pentagonal. No, it's rectangular. Uh, actually, it's more. Uh, yeah, it's rectangular. A T. Uh, there's a rectangle. Yeah. So the attic is rectangular. The house is kind of like T shaped. Capital T. Hmm. But the attic's just that back part. Uh, the top of the T. All right. Well, I mean, a combination of relieved and disappointed. I'm going to make my way back down the stairs uh, quietly. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to try that second door. I'm going to use another metamagic point and bring another third level spell spot and try to open the second door. Assuming that uh, Helene's not standing there telling me I shouldn't be up there. She's not there. Um, yeah, so you uh, go through the same thing. You know, undo the magic lock. Undo the lock of the, uh, the non-magic lock and sort of gently push open the door. Um, it's a bedroom. Mm -hmm. There's a large ornate bed with a um, kind of drapery around it. Um, the windows are uh, pulled shut. The drapes are pulled shut. Um, there's some uh, some low lighting, but nothing too much. There's small, you know, small end tables, um, a couch on one side of the room, and then the large bed. And in that large bed is a uh, old human man who appears to be asleep. Oh, okay. Um... I'm gonna go roll a medicine check on him. All right. Uh, I just want to kind of get the. I just want to see. Um, and I'm also going to subtle spell cast uh, detect magic again. Uh, and so basically, I want to see if if his illness appears natural or if it appears to be something else. Uh, any suspicious bite marks on the parts of him that are visible. <laughs> You know, yeah. Oh, natural twenty on my medicine check. Ooh, nice. Uh, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cuts or abrasion or puncture wounds on him. Mm -hmm. Um, he is unconscious, uh, but breathing. Um, 
You can try to see occasionally his eyes flip under his eyelids, um, but not very quickly. Uh, it's almost like he's asleep um, and detect magic. Uh, no, there's, there's no magic cause to it. You don't see anything, any sort of spell remnant or spells on him at the moment. Danny okay. Pine Saw. Um, it's it's a little it's a little riper. Well, not ripe, a little musty in here, but not too bad. Like any long sick room. Do I need some Bengay? Bring it for anyone. All right. Well, that's um. <sighs> All right. I'm just gonna do a quick glance around the room, see if there's anything that sticks out, anything that might be a clue to his condition or anything that might be germane to either of our investigations. I say either because obviously this is now a full-blown second investigation that we've taken upon ourselves. <laughs> Ooh, I got a 19 on that roll. 19? Which, which I think I, my investigation is plus zero. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, yeah, there really isn't much in the room. Um, it looks like it had been a guest room like they had shared the uh, master suite and then when he fell ill, kind of got put in here. Um, so there's really no personal belongings or anything in that room. All right. Um, all right, then I'm gonna slip out and head back to the kitchen. All right. Um, so what happens in the kitchen? Uh, I come back in and like, smells good. Party, I, I think we may have picked the wrong roles. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, we cobbled it together in the end, and also we will not be staying here. <laughs> no. To I be say, clear. Um, I say there's two rooms with magical locks on them, uh, two doors. One of them led to the old man's room. He, I took a quick once-over respectfully at him. Uh, and he, he, you know, he appears to be in uh, persistent sleep sickness. He, it doesn't appear to be magical in origin. It, uh, uh, it didn't see any, you know, any sign of mistreatment or strange marks that might imply some sort of supernatural illness. Well, uh, um, was... I, I also found um, a second door that led up to the attic that was magically lo- locked. Uh, I, I dispelled the magic on the lock. Um, the Creepster um, told me that I shouldn't go up there because it has weird noises at night. Um, but the entire place did not look disturbed at all. So whatever is causing those weird noises can is likely incorporeal. <laughs> or, or, or the product of an overactive imagination and a very sad child. Um, didn't by chance. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I I have a feeling just watching the dogs, they also seem to be attuned to something upstairs. Uh, so I think it warrants watching out for. Good to know. Good to know. Did you happen to uh, 
shine some sunlight on the old man's face while you were in there just for safe practice? Um, I don't know. Should I have? I don't know. Maybe see if he like burst into flames or something. Um, no, it didn't occur to me, Zook. Maybe next time I sneak up there. <laughs> All right. Um, do we want to go look at the backyard? I think it's worthwhile to try and figure out maybe if there's uh, anything else. Well, perhaps um, I can distract them with dinner. Uh, well, you, you two and Deck are off to your other duties. Yeah, where is Deck? <laughs> I'm going to go out into the front yard and uh, I will deliver a swift kick into the side of Deck. Focusing. Got to make plans. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out what's going on here. Six more hours. <laughs> hey, you can, do, you can do the good and evil stuff, right? The, the, the what? See if there's good and evil around. Uh, I feel like one of us can. I can't. Hardy, is that you that could do that? Uh, I can detect magic, but I cannot detect good and evil. I mean, not necessarily good and evil if I pop off my eyeball. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do have Ever since I got stabbed in my eye in that one dream that time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can have that sort of limited true sight that I can use if you think that uh, I should do a scan with that. Uh, maybe next time one of the dogs is staring at something. Yeah, True. Or when we're in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Or, or whenever we go up into that attic at some point. Woo-wee. There's lots of places I could be peeking into. <laughs> I mean, clearly that's that's where we're going tonight, right? I mean. <laughs> so, Hardy, do you consent to being up on the roof? Yeah, that's fine. All right. I grab Hardy and I jump up on the roof. <laughs> Woo. And then I want to look out into the backyard, get like a general perspective. And while they do that, I'm going to ring the dinner bell and bring people into, you know, get the uh, Helene and the boy into the dining room. All right. Uh, Helene comes and takes uh, the chair kind of to the right of the head of the table. Sorry, to the left of the head of the table. And um, Pyro Pyro, uh, sits across from her. Uh, and kind of like puts his napkin kind of in his tucked in his shirt and uh, trying to wait to be served. Did you have a good day, Grandma? She goes, yes, yeah, it was a very good day. Thank you. Well, how was yours? Well, the same as always. Talking to ghosts. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, do you do anything special, uh, Ty, when you're serving? Try to make any conversation or anything? Um, question. 
Um, I'm going to try to use my persuasion skill just to um, basically I want to give the rest of the crew as much time as possible um, to do what they're going to do. And so basically I'm just going to try to ask a bunch of like open-ended questions and get them talking about themselves and maybe get them to tell like old stories or something like that, but not try to make it obvious that I'm doing that. Sure. Uh, roll me uh, 2d20s. Okay. Uh, do you want me to add deception or persuasion to either of these? Um, add your persuasion modifier to the total. All right. Uh, so um, 22 and 28. 28. So 40 something. No. 50 oh, if something. I if I add them both together, uh 50. Yeah, okay, add them together and then add your persuasion modifier to that oh. sum. Okay. Uh wow. Uh uh so 41. 41. All right, yeah, you're able to keep them uh, at the table talking for 41 minutes. All right. All right. <laughs> Y'all got 41 minutes. Let's go. Uh, Helene's like, this is, this is a very interesting deck launch. Um, also, can I, <laughs> can I surreptitiously activate my sending stone just to, so that the others kind of know that what's going on? Oh, uh, yeah. So pretty much you guys will just be able to hear the weird conversation we're having and know when it's wrapping up. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you up to? Well, from our perch. Um, oh, yeah, you're looking in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if there's any, like, outstanding weirdo places. Like, oh, look, a little, um, what's it called? Tomb of, like, our ancestors. And a little a tomb of elemental horrors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice backyard. Um, There's some, like, couches and trees. Uh, There's a pool. Uh, Open-sided gazebo. Um some sitting areas uh, and then um, it looks like uh, Helene has her uh, like a vegetable garden going a bunch of like raised uh, raised plant beds with um, different sorts of you can see for example like uh, some squashes growing tomatoes um, all that sort of stuff can you see through the water in the pool yeah okay just curious. The swimming pool. <laughs> nice swimming pool. Looks well maintained. Doesn't um, seem to be any skeletons in there. Yeah, I was going to say, is there anything that stands out? Like, does it look like there's any places where the ground's been disturbed recently? Um, maybe of the gardening beds. Does. Can I just roll a perception check for anything that seems skeevy? Like, oh, like this plot of land doesn't match how she was planting these vegetables or something. Five check. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Roll me an investigation check. Are you sure it's not perception? <laughs> yeah, investigation. Uh, 14. 14. Um, some plants in some of the beds are older than other ones. Like, but they were planted earlier. Can I? 
do I see any plants that are non um not above board like I was around a lot of mercenaries and scummy people in my youth but do I recognize anything it's like a poisonous yucky plant no it all seems like the type of garden that a large house like this would have for maintaining feeding people okay so she's not six sensing her husband mm-hmm. <laughs> this way, at least. Yes. <laughs> um, is the shed back here? Uh, the shed is kind of over to the left side of the property. Can we see if there's like a, anything in the shed? Like an old groundskeeper notebook or something, anything like that? Um, yeah. Uh, you go over there and look around. Um, there's like an inventory of different uh, things that were bought for the grounds, but beyond that, nothing really. No journal, nothing like, found a weird uh, dug hole today. Very strange. Found an ancient relic. <laughs> And we're still, like, adjacent to the town, right? Yeah, you're in the Noble District. So there's, like, a bunch of big manors around. Um, usually How that's separating them, big property lines, but... How close are we getting to uh, the time when the first Watcher going to arrive? Uh, right now it's probably about... Uh, Seven ten p.m. Uh, so a little less than two hours. Okay. Hey, Hardy. I only have fifty more minutes, right? Yeah. What's up, Luke? Do you know if you could ask your guys, your guards, the names of some of the other people who worked here, and then I could fly into town really quick and see where they are and ask them why they quit. I mean, I was kind of hoping I would have the chance to talk with them, but I, with the clock that we're on right now, I think once nighttime hits, the action's going to be inside the house and we're going to need to be ready for whatever it is. That's true. We do have, oh, I guess they come at night. Never mind. I was going to say we have two hours, but that's two hours till they get here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Piro will tell us. He likes to say creepy and ominous things. He does. I mean, it might be worthwhile to try and gain his trust a little, see what he does know. Um, you know, we, we gave him some cool gifts. Kids like that stuff. Yeah. Check our, check our relationship stat with him. <laughs> I hope we're in the green. <laughs> maybe we'll I feel bad that we're like this kid's like everyone leaves and we're like we're going to be leaving we're going to be leaving like <laughs> tomorrow yeah no, bye <laughs> as soon as we can get out <laughs> um, no, we were staying this long is there anything so could I fly up by the uh locked door to his or the window to his office mm-hmm. 
Can I see yeah. anything through that window? Uh, looks like an office. There's bookshelves. Uh, looks like it hasn't been used super recently, or recently, as in like the last couple of years. Uh, but there's bookshelves, there's a desk, a writing desk, um, you know, a couple of uh, trunks. And stuff. Considering that typically, um, beings can't just fly up to the back of people's houses. Is there some kind of locking mechanism on this window? Um, no, it's not. Can I pop the window and go on in? Yeah, sure. Hardy, I'm going to go inside the office. Uh, oh, be careful. I will. All right, can I roll stealth and investigation then? Uh, yeah, only both. All right, so stealth is a 19, and cool. investigation is a 16. Thanks. Sweet. All right, so you're looking around in the office. Um, and uh, you see that there is, well, when you look at the bookshelves, you see kind of like Hardy found in Anastasia's office a group of... Um, eight uh, bound notebooks with uh, those different dates on the side, except for the last five years where Anastas was leading the uh, ships out to the temple. I would like to start bagging up everything that looks relevant to what I might want to know. <laughs> All right. And then I, is it pretty dusty in here? Does it look like someone comes through here once in a while? It looks like somebody comes through and dusts. Maybe like once a week or so. Alrighty. Um, do I? Somebody would necessarily notice it's disturbed. Do I see anything that indicates uh, his children slash Piro's parents? Um. But yeah, wasn't it? though that he that's Helene's grandson well yeah that's Helene's grandson but um you do see in uh some portraits on one of the walls um there's a portrait of him and Helene and they're younger and sort of an infant and then there's another portrait of him um, an older child and another infant, him, Helene, an older child and another infant. And then uh, there's another portrait of him, maybe like a 10-year-old a kid and then like a, a two-year-old um, a picture, another one where it looks like there's a, the kid's gotten a little older, like early teens, the oldest, and the other two are younger. And then in the next picture, um, it's just the younger two. And in the picture after that, it's just the younger two. And in the picture after that, it's just the uh, youngest until the youngest is about a teenager. And then it's just uh, him and Helene older. And in like a off the college way or like a creepy way? Uh, probably too young to go to college. But like kind of like a vibe check on this like a collection <laughs> so give me the heebie-jeebies like ooh, they're this is a little disconcerting yeah it okay. looks like a, <laughs> it's like a little sadder in each of the pictures when one of the 
one of the children's drawn. Can I check like around the frame so these pictures, see if there's anything creepy and weird in the, in and or behind them? Uh yeah. Uh natural twenty. Natural twenty. Um you don't find anything. You do see dates and uh <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> me and Paul with our natural twenty investigations for not there's shit. nothing behind though. <laughs> I know. I knew it was going to be a nat 20 when I asked. I was like, it's going to be a nat 20 and there's not going to be anything. <laughs> All right. Um, I will uh, carefully exit and close the window behind me. Actually, you know what? Um, you're able to find uh, a couple of letters uh, from Urias to uh, Professor uh, Salas. And they're just like, they're, they're a little dated. Um, and they're not like hidden away, but you can see that they have like a continual relationship. Um, looks like Urias knew him before Anastas went down to the university. Uh, and they're like, oh, are you taking care of my kid and keeping an eye on him? Well, yeah, of course. So buy them over to we invite them over to dinner every once in a while, that sort of stuff. Cool, cool. Um, and how long do we have of our 41 minutes left, would you say? Um, I'd say you're getting near the end. Do I have enough time to just go check the bedroom window really quick? Uh, yeah, you do. It's it open the same way? Oh, yeah, it does. All right, can I open the window enough to, and the drapes enough to flash some sunlight on the guy? Yeah, uh, nothing happens. Okay, I close it and I cl- close I close the drapes, I close the window, and I go down to Hardy. All right. Just check in. There. Were you able to find anything? I got more notebooks that matched the ones we had from Anastas. And then I found some notes from Anastas's Anastas dad. Mm. And um, yeah. And so we could compare those to what we got and see if there's anything that comes up. I mean, that's great. And also we should probably uh, swing by um, fantasy CPS and report that this lady just lets random strangers into the house around this child and doesn't really yeah, let her I mean, help or anything. There's, there's a lot of concerns. Yeah. And she's supposed to be a professor and a doctor. So maybe she's like, um, what's the word? Um, she's losing track of stuff and like what makes sense to do. So maybe it's not safe to be around the child. <laughs> Well, how do we want to handle this whole situation? I mean, we have the inform well, at least the starts of the information, but how do we what how do we resolve this? I have an idea. Follow me. <laughs> and I would like to head towards the dining room. Alrighty. Um, you head towards the dining room, uh, as you do. Um Die, help uh, Professor Elaine's telling you, like talking about a nephew of hers that's at the university now and uh, how they're studying mm-hmm. um, divination magic and doing very well. And so they're going to get their own professorship in just a couple of years. And it's great to have another scholar in the family and all that sort of stuff. And um, Die, or sorry, Hardy and Zook come in. Uh, Deck, it's eight o'clock. You've finished casting your spell. If you want to go inside, um, I would like to observe my work for a moment. 
well, I, I need a bio break pretty bad. So yeah. uh, <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> All right, sounds good. We're back. All righty, so everyone's uh, yeah, <laughs> gathering into the uh, dining room. Yeah, well, I would like to say that I observed my work. That green, that grass is the greenest grass you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I pluck off a few fresh tomatoes and our vegetables that have grown there immediately. <laughs> Delicious. I bring in a few for the owner to try. All right, everyone walks in. Oh, those are beautiful tomatoes. Yes, you should see the front yard. I can do the same for the backyard if you'd like. Perhaps, perhaps. Here, take a bite. I oh, I just finished eating. Oh, oh, oh. Does one just bite a tomato? No. Well, I give her, I hand her over a tomato. <clears throat> of course, one can just eat a tomato. I mean, about? normally one can't, but when you're talking about Dex heirloom tomatoes, you can just eat them like apples. Oh, well, that's a room. <laughs> Whatever room is, as they say. <laughs> and she uh, takes a bite, kind of dabs her chin with the uh, napkin afterwards. She goes, oh, that is delicious. They were poisoned. Ha ha. Pierre asks, can I have one? Yes, I had one to everyone. You know, takes a huge bite and it's kind of like just running down. Inside of his face, and he doesn't do anything about it at all. It's not ominous at all. Oh, you've got a little <laughs> thing on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he <coughs> takes a moment to realize, and then he wipes his face. Wait, did he say that? Like a Pokemon, or? No, Helene oh, trying okay. to get his attention. Pero, <laughs> <laughs> pero. Well, that's what I thought. He was just saying his name over and over again. Like, what the hell? The Pokemon. Dun, 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 dun. These are these are exceptional tomatoes. Thank you very much, Dick. Mm-hmm. Dick. Dick. My name is Dick. I said Dick. I kind of swallowed my tongue as I was okay. saying it, though. <laughs> yes, uh, throughout the whole year, you should have plenty of veg- uh, fruits and vegetables growing in your yard. You just go back there and pluck them whenever you're ready. Marvelous. Thank you so much. All right. Well. Um, our dinner is ready. You, you haven't, you four haven't eaten. You should do that. Um, uh, Piro and I will retire to the conservatory for a while, and then uh, we're both early to bed. Oh, of course. You know, you want to get to bed before the sun sets. Yes. Well, no, but <laughs> it's already <laughs> seven or eight p.m. So. <laughs> What time do the ghosts usually get active? <laughs> and she's walking out of the room and goes, oh, 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 Zook, you're so funny. It's a delight to have funny people around here again. I thought maybe I'd trip her up if I just dropped it in real quick in casual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you guys doing? So once she's gone, Dai says through with a mouthful of like cold spaghetti noodles. <laughs> so 
So did you guys find anything out there? I got more books. Zook was able to fly up and uh, access the study from outside. But otherwise, there's something I can't quite put my finger on about the backyard, but there was nothing overt that stood out to us. But I think more than that, what's our end game? <laughs> what's, uh, <laughs> what are we, uh, what's, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, Hardy, you know we have no idea the answer to that question. <laughs> I say, hey, I, must, I, must, I must confess, I had the same concern. What are any of us doing, really? I mean, we, um, came, we came here to find see if they had any information about Anastasis predicament. It doesn't seem that they do, but then I guess we just there is sort of... a very different predicament here. Oh wait, yes. I totally forgot. Um, I was going to go talk to what's her face, Celine. Celine? Yeah. They're in the conservatory. All right. I'll head over to the conservatory. Come on, guys. All right. All right uh, so in the conservatory, Helene is uh, sitting on a uh, chair uh, doing a sort of cross-stitch embroidery. And um, So is the kid holding a wrench, a rope, a knife, or a candlestick as he's sitting in the conservatory? <laughs> he's playing the piano marvelously. Really good, you might say. Mm-hmm. Almost as if she's had decades of practice. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I say, um, I say to Helene, uh, Piero seems to be very exceptional at the piano, quite the prodigy. Yes, it's wonderful. Um, He's been playing that well since he came to live here. Uh, well, I mean, since before he came to live here. Uh, his mother was great at instruments as well. Um, she studied in the Bard College and passed most of her knowledge on to him. Of course, he was only three years old, so that was amazing. Speaking of college, you were a yeah. professor, right? Yes. You know a fella, they them named Anastas? Ah, uh, yes. Anastas was one of my husband's, uh, well, I guess you'd say they were his uh, protege. Why? Well, recently, um, they got kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Disappeared? Disappeared. Displaced? We were wondering if you might have known anything about people getting displaced. Because they happened to be at that temple you guys all went to a couple of times. uh... Oh, yes, it was a wonderful trip. Always great to go down there. I didn't get down there nearly as much as I'd like, of course. I uh, had a small child for part of the time, and some other children later on, of course. Sadly, they've all passed, but... So sorry for your loss. Oh, how'd they die? Yeah. Um, 
In order, please. In order? Yes. (laughs) Well, they always seem to get sick and just kind of waste away in their their mid-teens, 40 years. Is Is there anything similar in terms of the illness that you've seen with your husband? Oh, no, um, no, our children would, uh, you know, you know, teenagers sneak out and do things and then, um, they'd find them and they'd be sort of emaciated and it was, it was all very sad. Uh, they spared me the details, thank goodness, but... I don't know if my heart could take it. Wait, so like overnight sucked up like raisins? Well, they were weird for a couple of weeks beforehand, but yes, basically. Maybe it looks a little sallow, but not too much. I'm sorry, what kind of professor slash doctor are you? Um, I'm a professor of mathematics. And my husband was a professor of anthropology before we retired. Oh, you said you had a doctorate? Yes, mathematics. In mathematics, okay. And you never took any biology classes or anything with, like, vetting people or anything? I mean, I took biology when I was an undergraduate. But, uh... It was only my first year and one semester, and then I didn't have to take any more. Um, Why do you ask? Well, I just thought maybe it would seem weird to you that it got dried out so quick. Dried out? (laughs) Good man. This conversation troubles me. You wouldn't mind if we change it to something more delightful, would you? Sure. Do you like snacks? Um, as much as the next person does, I suppose. Well, that's more delightful. That is. Um, do you? Oh no. Do you play any instruments like uh, Piro there? Ah, oh, not that good. Wow. Well, he is exceptional. That's an extraordinary child. Um, uh, how long has Kiro been here with you? For five years. Uh, when um, my daughter died, uh, we retired. We took our retirement so we could stay. Uh, all day with our grandson. And your husband was still awake then, yes? Yes, he's only been in a fantasy coma for two years. <laughs> fantasy coma. Where only dreams. All your dreams don't come true. <laughs> Where all you do is dream. <laughs> Uh, at this point, Piero stops playing the piano and goes, oh, Grandma, it's 8.30. It's time for bed. She goes, yes, yes, you're right, you're right. 
um, come along. Uh, we will see all of you in the morning. Uh, see if we can continue our conversation then, but uh, it is our bedtime. Our time to get ready for bed. I'll be in bed by nine. Sleep tight. Don't let the malevolent spirits bite. <laughs> Such a joke, sir. And she, they leave. <laughs> All right, you guys are in the conservatory. So, Attic? Yes, clearly Attic, yes. That is where she's getting uh, down the hallway where she's getting Piero ready. Oh, we should wait. We should obviously wait for wait for them. You wait a couple of hours until they. You're sure they're asleep. Want to play euchre until they go to sleep? Uh, I'm gonna pop outside uh, to see the guard that are kind of setting up in their stations. Uh, yeah, there's four guards setting up in their station, armed with a sword and longbows. Um, they're kind of taking their perch. A couple of them are kind of just inspecting the wall, making sure there's no uh, nothing broken down or anything in the in the um, along the sides. Uh, and they seem pretty congenial. Uh, one of them uh, looks a little older and more experienced, and the others comes over to you and he goes, "Oh, hi. Are you the new uh, uh, head of security?" Yes, um, just fresh on today. Uh, I got uh, the tour from the lady of the house earlier. Uh, so I wanted to come out, uh, introduce myself, and uh, uh, you know, uh, just make sure that you're all settled in for the evening. Well, yeah. for your shift. Yeah, we're pretty good out here. Uh, we've been doing this for a while. It's, it's great to see you. Uh, yeah. Maybe our... Uh, Professor Helene, bless her, has been uh, a little bit like treading water lately. So much to do around here. No one, nobody to help. Mm. That's what it sounded like, that there was uh, a lot of uh, open positions uh, that the agency sent over a, a number of us to fill. Um, mm. I'm, I can't help but, you know, admit a, a bit of curiosity as to uh, how, you know, she came to be without her staff. Oh, she doesn't usually keep people for more than a month or two at the longest. Mm -hmm. You know, people get a little, it's an old house, you know, old house play tricks on people. People get a little spooked. Uh, they end up leaving. Things have been especially difficult uh, since uh, Professor Solace uh, fell into his fantasy coma. Yeah, terrible. Um, I don't know uh, how much time you've spent at all with the family, um, but did you ever have a chance to speak with the professor before? Yeah, I did. He, he was a very good man, very good man. Um, always about with his work, though. Like, he and the missus uh, retired to be around their grandson, but he... he Seem to keep working mostly. Yeah, that's uh, academic types. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, always, always about their work. Um, well, I mean, 
I, I guess I can see looking at a house like this, you know, older, like you said, plays tricks on people's minds, but uh, did anyone ever say to you what caused them to leave? Oh, you know, just some crazy talk here and there. Um, there's something in the attic. Mm. Uh, somebody said there's something watching her from the corners of every room. Uh, one really nutty guy said uh, the wall started bleeding. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. old houses settle, make noise. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, um, it's part of you know, it's part of the thing that comes with having an ancestral home. You know, you get a place to live free of rent, but you also have to deal with craftiness and sometimes termites. Absolutely, bleeding termites, we've all seen them. Um, So, I'm trying to, I'm like, I don't know how much else I'm going to get out of this guy. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to head back on in, um, lock up for the night. And, uh, of course, you know the procedure. If anything along your watch, be sure to come and find me, uh, or if I need any assistance, I'll be sure to come and find you as well. I'm trying to get you a little cylindrical. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I will see you at the change of the guard. Just, you know, give you a little check out, tell you, well, check out with you. I'll give you a check out. That seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your superior. Um, yeah, sounds great. All right. Okay. I head back up to the house um, and yeah, go back in to see if I can find the others. Where are the others? Uh, I think we're still just in the conservatory waiting for, you know, waiting mm -hmm. for Sergeant Toffets to get back and for <laughs> the, the kid to go to bed. The boy. The boy. A boy. Is he a boy? Hmm. How long has he been a boy? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> a while. <laughs> I'm 11 years old. How long have you been 11 years old? <laughs> <A long time. laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys have nothing else to talk about? You know, time ticks on. Um, you hear some small footsteps moving back and forth upstairs for a little while. Some larger footsteps just on the floor above you. Um, doors shut. Uh, there's some music, there's some light music for a little bit. Um, like one of them's playing something, has something playing for them to fall asleep to. And then she said in bed by nine, but everything seems to be quiet closer to 10 p.m. All right. Where are the dogs at? Um, Barley is 
stayed in the conservatory with you and Tannen went upstairs um, with the professor and uh, Kira. Okay. Shall we make our way? We shall. Um, and just to make sure that the arcane lock didn't get put back on somehow, uh, I will go <laughs> ahead and use another detect magic. Okay. And you know, see if anything spooky manifests. <laughs> Sounds good. So you guys head upstairs? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, tell me what you do upstairs. So uh, head up the stairs quietly, stealthily. And, um, you know, with my detect magic eyes on, look at the door that goes to the attic. All right. Um, it is shut. But there's no <laughs> lock on it. So I quietly point to that door and, and nod to the others and open it quietly and start to head up the stairs. All right, you head up the stairs. Uh, you get up there, it's very dark. Um, you don't hear anything moving or see anything with your dark vision. Mm -hmm. All right. It's kind of the same as it was. Does my uh, detect magic detect anything? Not same as it was during the day. Um, so if we stay the night in this attic, does that mean we own the house in the morning? <laughs> That's how it works, right? I think so. All right, Zook, Deck, uh, what do you think? Already does your magic peeper see a creeper? Uh, I not, I'm not seeing anything with my magic detection or with my dark vision. But she's got true sight. I was gonna say. Oh, that one. This is, yeah. this is probably my time to shine. <laughs> uh, so Hardy kind of like bristles a bit because she doesn't know if she wants to see a ghost. <laughs> um, and. Like blows her pupil out so that she can <laughs> see. I don't know what a I don't know what it looks like. Hardy's eyeball just goes wild. Um. Yeah, you have to roll for it, I believe. <laughs> uh, let me see. Remind myself what I wrote on that thing. Can you roll a d six? Six. Uh, I'm just looking for the thing I gave you. Well, well, it's like to be blinded in the haunted house all night. Um, once per day, you roll a d6 on a one to five, you gain true sight. On six, you lose sight in that eye until the next morning. 
So maybe What's you do up? blow your eye out. <laughs> is it just in that it. one eye or is it in both? It's that one eye. Okay. She's like, well, my depth perception is now an issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until then, you make all sight-based perception checks and ranged attacks at disadvantage. Hell yeah. That's my whole thing. <laughs> 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 Hardy, yeah, Hardy's so. just like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you see? Hardy, eye, what do you like, see? Shutter off. It turns red. I've got some bad news, which is that I did this wrong. I think. Ooh, what did you? Did you stick your eye up against something in this house? <laughs> uh well i mean there i mean i don't i don't know that there's good news but there's certainly bad news <laughs> there's no news and there's bad news the no news is i don't know if there's anything here the bad news is does anybody have an eye patch yeah i do <laughs> puts it on. i have to use like kind of tie up Bandage around. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> does anyone have any flour? I don't know. Can I whistle for the dogs? Oh, yeah. I've got oh. plenty of flour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. On your way up, um, you saw that um, Tannen was kind of sleeping in the hallway, equidistant between. Um, Piro's room and uh, Professor Helene's room and Barley kind of followed you uh, at least up to where Tannen was and then waited at the bottom of the stairs or I'm gonna give you know, in the hallway. I'm going to give the clickies and try to get uh, Barley to come up and go. Okay, you hear a couple of doggy footsteps, but uh, he doesn't come up the stairs. Barley! Barley, come upstairs. I need you to tell me if there's scary ghosts up here. And, are, you, uh, are you crawling down the stairs? Are you looking down them? Or are you just up there or what? Yeah, I'm trying to look down and see Barley. Okay, Barley's standing at the foot of the stairs. And when you talk to him, he just kind of sits down and looks at you. Barley, is it standing right behind me? <laughs> He's trying to like watch us. Can I? It's not, not like he's watching something specifically. He's just kind of looking at you. I mean, like, I'm not allowed up here. I'm not going to go up the stairs. Can I pull out a snack from my pocket? Well, you can, but you did it the, know that these dogs are very well trained. Can I roll an animal handling check? See if I get really lucky? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, come here, Barley. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Barley actually gets up and walks away and lies back down next to Dannon. Hey, Tana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you hear like a th- tail thump on the ground once. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to work. All right. <laughs> I'm out of ideas, guys. <laughs> um, hey, wait, let's try this. Oh, boy. I sure hope there's no ghosts up here. <laughs> Um, well, shall we just uh, explore the rest of the attic and look for any signs, telltale signs of blood or spooks? Yes. Just make sure you touch everything so that if there are spirits that don't want us to touch anything, they um, 
make themselves known pretty quick. <laughs> um, Zooks begins touching like everything. Okay. <laughs> so you guys roll around, touching everything in the attic, looking around, gaining uh, well, some think- cobwebs, brushing off some cobwebs. <laughs> I was gonna say i think more than anything now that i'm down an eye hardy is trying to like listen very intently since everything so far has been like noise based all right um yeah so far you don't hear anything uh you guys look around there up there for a little bit um here for like maybe a little over an hour you hear the 11 o'clock bells go off in the city um keep looking around you've tried to explore the whole attic you don't see anything nothing really jumps out at you nothing literally jumps out at you either <laughs> can we go i've played phasmophobia i know how to do this <laughs> amnesia the dark uh, where's the uh old man's room relative to where the dogs are and stuff um it's so they're kind of the dogs are between you know the two the two doors um heroes and Helene's and that's kind of at this far end of the hallway um Professor Salas's room is kind of closer to where you know it turns up into that T from the uh, hallway with the offices and library it's maybe like two doors down while the other ones are like Five doors down. Do we want to like see what the old guy's doing? If anything, make sure he's still asleep. Uh, we gotta find something out. Maybe, maybe check old Pyro's room too. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll hit the first one on the way down to the next one. I'm just gonna stay up in the attic and say, "I'll just stay up here and see if anything happens." I hold, this, I hold up the sending stone and say, "I'll call you if it does." Should we do buddy system? Should I go with die. You just stay up here with me. Okay. Sounds good. All right, me and Hardy will go down here. All right, I'd like to go to the door. All right. Uh, is this which door is this? Uh, the old man's door. Okay, uh, you walk up to the old man's door and it is wide open. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> Artie, this is an unexpected turn of events. Yeah, I'll say. Can I glance in? Is it my? Can I stand at a distance where I can see through and see where his bed is? Oh, uh, yeah. You're looking in. It's kind of dark. Is there anyone in the bed? Um, it's hard to see from the outside of the room. I'm gonna pull out one of my torches. I'm gonna light it, and I'm gonna throw it into the bedroom. <laughs> oh no! Wait, oh, wait, no. wait! Does that? I I intercept his hand before he throws that torch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you you lead it into the room. It's a big torch. It lights up the room pretty easily. It's a you know smaller guest room. Um, there's nobody in the bed. Okay. So now that. <clears throat> Uh, and I get uh, wherever the other sending stone is and be like, alert, <laughs> man out of bed. Jack, we got a, we got a old man walking, old man walking. <laughs> that coma has a time limit. 
I'm gonna look around the attic and see if he's up right behind me or up here or anything like that. <laughs> in the fucking rafters. Uh yeah, you don't see anybody in there with you. You look around, um all I'm the gonna, windows are still closed. I'm gonna grab just like a random trinket from the floor and cast light on it and then just okay. toss it into the darkness. Yeah, it doop, doop, boop, 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 kind of rolls. Party you know, there security. We got a um, family. And <laughs> yeah. nothing is nothing's there. Hmm. It's the same as it's been so far. Okay, so if I'm an old man and I'm up having a fit at night, where do I go? To yell at my wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we probably. Sh- I, I'm. I'm assuming that those two are safe at the moment because they seem to have made it this far. Barley. Barley. Um, here's the picking, and the dog comes in and looks at you. Barley, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Barley, find dad. <laughs> Wait, can't Deck talk to animals? Deck can, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, not Deck with him. I'm with you, Dad. Yeah. I know you are, but like, uh, I grabbed the sending stone from. Uh, and I was checking. I go, hey, Deck, get down here and bring Dad with you. The old man Falcon. <laughs> yeah, I was checking. I only have small beasts, which I don't think that a dog counts as. No, these are larger dogs too. All right, so do you guys go down? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Deck, are you going to cast Speak with Animals? Uh, yep. Yeah. I cast Speak with Animals as a ritual. All right. So 10 minutes passes, and then you have the ability to speak with animals. Hello. Hi. Uh, so what are you doing here? Guard in the rooms. Okay. Uh, where do you guard in the room from? You know, classic disturbances. Any B&Es. Any what? Breaking and entering. What would you call it? Breaking and entering? Somebody on the outside trying to get on the inside. Do some harm. Cause a ruckus in our home. Oh, yeah. Have you seen anything suspicious lately? Nope. All's the same as usual. Um, can you tell us anything interesting about the area? Uh, yep. It's my home. Like a lot. Smells good. Get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes my sister and I take naps in the sunshine. Yeah, ask him about the old man. Uh, what do you know about the old man? Nope, he's my dad. He's your dad. How long has he been your dad for? Always. He raised me from a puppy. Uh, what else should I ask him, guys? Ask but, him did, did why he's see, not Did sleeping. he see where the old, men, old man went? <laughs> you know where the old man went? Well, uh, yeah, he left. Do you know where he went? He he usually goes out for a couple hours, comes back, walks around. How long has it been? Goes to bed. How long has it been since you last seen him? 
Oh, he, he, he left his room like 15 minutes ago. Okay. So he. What else should I ask him? Why he doesn't tell mom that dad leaves. So why don't you tell mom when dad leaves? She doesn't ask. I'm going to go knock on her door. I say, well, hold hold up. said, can the dog find them? That's what I was going to do. Can you find the what the dad the dad or the mom? The dad. Are you able to find where dad's at? Mm, nope. You can't smell where he's at. I can smell up until he leaves. Then he's not walking anymore, so I can't smell. Where does the smell end? I can... Not walking anymore. Where What's he port? doing if he's not walking? I he goes up in the air. You the world. So he flies away? Yep. Oh, guys, I think he's uh, he's a ghost. I think I think we have a lot of problems. <laughs> Hardy at this point is just like staring at the ceilings. <laughs> I'm, can I go knock There's on... There's nothing uh, up there right now. On what's your face's door? On whose door? Helene's? Helene's. Yeah. Shave and a haircut. Uh, takes a little while, but she answers the door. She's in like a long dress robe. Is he on sutras? Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, it's a Christmas miracle. Your husband's gone. Mm, okay, that's nice. Thank you. She's um, back to bed. I'm going to knock again. <laughs> Just tell us it. Nice to see you. What's happening? The house is on fire. Um, we're gonna get you somewhere safe. Oh, that's nice. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I'm going to stop her from closing the door. How do you stop her? I put my foot against the door. Yeah, she grabs you around the neck and starts screaming. I can't leave the room. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to put my hands together and raise them up above my head and ask uh-huh. her why. <laughs> so did you break her hold? Yeah. So once you break her hold, she comes down again. Comes, oh, Zook, what are you doing here? Um, I came to ask you uh, why you can't leave your room. Oh, I, I leave my room in the morning. Well, I've got to pee. I have a bathroom attached to my room. Sure, you don't just have a little bucket. Oh my god! Yeah, that's it. It has a big master suite. It has a bathroom. <laughs> what about um, Pyro? I'm gonna cast the spell magic. The spell magic or detect magic? Uh, I guess I should detect it first. Boy, I'm starting to eat up my second level slot. I can cast that ritually. Yeah, we don't we don't, we don't we don't have 10 minutes right now though i don't think okay <laughs> uh, i mean, haven't really realized chris i'm super cheap with my spells i've noticed <laughs> <laughs> uh i cast detect magic okay um 
Yes, uh, you detect magic. It appears that she's under a curse. Huh. Okay. Um, I can work with that. Uh, Cast cure curse, remove curse. I don't have remove curse, but I do have lesser restoration, which I believe allows me to remove a curse. Just double checking. Yes. Oh, one disease or one condition. Oh, no. No, I think you need greater for a curse, right? Uh, <coughs> yes, I think you're right. Um, unfortunately, dispel magic, I do not believe dispels curses. No, it doesn't. So I say, under my breath, this woman is cursed. I'll fucking say. I mean, <laughs> I mean liter literally cursed. Um, so she's got brain wipes, doesn't know what's going on. Hero seems to have some level of awareness. Both of them can't leave their rooms for their own safety, which I'm guessing is Solus's doing. We got to figure out where this guy's going for two hours a night to feed himself. Agreed. Well, we can follow him. As you most certainly can. And I guess if you carry me, I could too. I'm probably the easiest to baby on board with you. I could carry you and Mouse Deck. That's and then true. we could phone call and die to keep a trace <laughs> of where we are. I mean, I could turn into a small animal and fly. You can't fly mm -hmm. until level... Oh, oh maybe there. you can. <laughs> level 8, I think, yeah. Yeah. One more level. I could turn into like a small squirrel. And no, just... we're, we're level 9 now, so you, you should be able to... He's uh, part rogue, oh. isn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two levels rogue, seven levels druid. I just um, needed it for the sticky fingers. How do you plan to try to track somebody that traveled through air? Yeah. So and here's what we should do. Well, we should just wait for him to come back, right? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. He goes out for like two hours. We can't prevent whatever crime is currently occurring. Hey, Barley, come over here, please. Um, That's over uh, can I get both of the dogs to come in Helena's room? Uh, yeah, uh, you could get that. Well, you get Tannen to go inside, and Barley kind of like pauses in the doorway and kind of looks over to deck. Go, I should guard outside. Do I know what happens if I char a person that's cursed? Um, the curse is usually stronger than yeah. a normal spell. I should protect the outside of mom's door. Hey, Deck, can you ask him? Um, we're going to put one of them in each room to protect each person because we want them to be the last line and we'll protect outside for today. Okay. I tell him that. 
That's fine. I'll watch the boy. All right. So we'll put each a dog in each person's room and we'll close the door. All, All right, right. Now we can uh, fuck up dad. When you open uh, Upiro's door, he's just sitting straight up in bed looking at the doorway. Hey, Piro. Hi. Um, so grandpa's up and going. I assume you know. Uh-huh. So, uh, are you allowed to leave your room? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to put Barley in here with you. Barley's a good protector, right? He's a good boy. And the strongest, goodest protector? He's pretty good. So if we put Barley in here with you, will you stay in here until we come get you? I can stay in here until the bell. Which is in the morning? No, the one bell. The one bell? Mm-hmm. Like 1 a.m. bell? Uh-huh. Is that when Grandpa comes back? Mm-hmm. And what do you do at 1 a.m.? I hide. Okay. Does Barley usually hide with you when you hide at 1 a.m.? I don't know. It's a little spot. There's no room for Barley. And are you, you said you're hiding from Grandpa? Hiding from all of them. All of them? Can you shoot me a number one to ten here? <laughs> uh. I don't know. You'll see. They all see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, noted. Um, do you know? Do the guys who work outside come in with Grandpa when he comes back? No, they stay outside. Um, and they're awake, or are their heads just up their asses, or do you know? I can't see them. Okay. Okay. Hey, Harley. Hey, Hardy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> We should go uh, see into your guys. Um, I mean, look into your guys. I mean, um, uh, check on your guys. Yeah, I. I mean, they the first shift guys all acted like this was so normal and like what a like regular ass house this is. I know, or at least one of them did. So wait, it's eleven o'clock ish right now. We have two hours till Grandpa comes back. I'd say it's probably about eleven thirty, like an hour and a half. All right, I'm going to get out there as fast as I can and get out to one of the guard posts. All right. Is there hey there, uh, good evening to you. Hey, bud. Uh, you're off at midnight tonight, right? Yep. What's your average daily pay? Um, We get about... Daily pay. Uh, like the two silvers a night. Hey, there's uh, two gold in it for each of you if you uh, work a second shift tonight uh, in alongside the next group. <laughs> okay. Solid. Okay, um, I'll go tell each person and uh, just keep an eye out. Um, you haven't seen the master of the house, have you? Oh, no. He's, uh, he's in the fantasy coma. Everyone knows that. <laughs> hey, uh, eyes on the sky. If you see anyone that looks like a human shape coming out of the sky, scream as loud as you can, Okay. Right. Will do, sir. Hey, what's your name? Elias. Hey, Elias. 
Uh-huh. Are, you, are you taking this conversation seriously right now? <laughs> I am, but I don't think I'm going to be seeing a guy in a fantasy show. Like, Fine, if I do, I'll definitely tell you. Hey, Elias, you want to see something nuts? And I fly in the air, and then I fly back down. I go, okay, so you've already seen one person fly in the air tonight. It wouldn't be crazy to see another one. To be fair, you're not a human man in a fantasy show. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you want to go inside and check his bed right now? No, we're good. All right, then keep an eye out to the fucking sky. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I mean, I was going to keep looking. I just don't think it's going to happen. But you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll be surprised. Listen, okay. We found his bed empty. My friend talked to the dog. Dog says that he flies away. <laughs> okay. Uh, to the dog. Well, I'll let you know if I see any man flying. All right. I'm going to fly over Wait, to the Wait, any man flying or just, just, uh, just the professor? Uh, so the kid says that he's going to come back with friends. So oh, okay. So many men flying. Potentially. Okay, great, great. And I asked him one to ten, and he just said creepy shit about finding a small place to hide. So, <laughs> yep, sounds like the boy. Sounds like the boy. <laughs> all right. And if we all survive tonight, maybe I'll make it five gold instead of two. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna go have that conversation with all the other three. All right, it goes about the same way with everyone. They like gold. They're dubious. Yes. All right. All right. Do we want to set any kind of trap? Um. What are you doing, John? I. I, I feel like there's so little that we understand about this situation. Obviously, it is spooky as hell. But like, I, like, is the plan we kill the old man? Is that kind of what we're coming at this from right now? So if he's like a vicious killer of the night monster, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I want to make sure I've got the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure we're on the right, so we're all on the same page. All right. Uh, so you guys just kind of wait until he shows back up. Yes. Where do you wait? I will be on the second floor by where they have their high tea with one of the windows open so I could quickly become outside in the front. Okay. What about the rest of you? Um, I've transformed into a sugar glider and on, on uh, Zook's shoulder. Adorable. Honestly, I'm going to stick in the bedroom. Because I, I have a just, just in case like he's invisible or you know coming in some other way yeah yeah i i want to be close to wherever he's trying to get back to all righty um at uh 12, you're waiting around 
the bells ring 12 o'clock. Um, those of you inside see from the tops of the walls where it meets the ceiling begins like a dark, viscous, black, sort of blood light liquid starts dripping down the all the walls. <laughs> blood like. Uh -huh. um. This must be hell to clean up. Right? Does it just magically go away? or There's just a lot going on with this house. Um, <laughs> and it's just, you said, it's blood light coming dripping down the walls. Uh, can I sacred flame it? Uh, sure. Fuck your house. Uh, so the the blood dripping down the walls needs to uh, make a <laughs> dexterity save. And if it fails, it's going to take some radiant damage. <laughs> All righty. Uh, roll. Mm, that's about what blood down the wall would have. Uh, that is a three. <laughs> All right, so it takes four points of radiant damage. All right, um, that wall that you hit, you see as it kind of slurps right back up. <laughs> That's one way to do it. All right. Scared the blood away. <laughs> All right. Uh, the blood's still dripping out other places, but that one wall is gone. Well, Sacred Flame's a cantrip, so. Right. He's trying to go around and get rid of all the blood dripping. Sacred Flame. You, it, Sacred Flame. It's like literally every wall on the upper story <laughs> of the house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I think I just limit it to the bedroom. Okay. Hey, Dr. S. Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. Mm -hmm. And nobody responds. I'm going to go in his office. Okie dokie. What are you doing in his office? I'm going to walk up to his desk. I'm going to pick up a mug and I'm going to throw it on the ground. Cool. Well, a sure sign of dominance. You break a world's okay as dad mode. <laughs> hey, I got my boss something like that. <laughs> world's okay's boss. All right, after that, I look around, see if anything changed in the room or any sign of anything. Nope, you don't see anything. I will. Are any of the walls in here bleeding? Yep, all of them. Can I go poke one of the walls? You can. I poke it. Nothing happens. Do I have blood on my finger? Uh, no. All right. Hey, die. Yes. I touched the blood, but there's no blood. I think it's a pretend. But you felt something wet and kind of sticky, but nothing came off with it. See, like a little indent in it. Can I try to scrape off up. a bit? Uh, 
yeah. You just drape off a bit. So you take a little stripe and you're able to like cut a little bit off. And it just kind of like blurps into like a little sphere. Hmm. Like a perfect sphere? No. Well, I don't know, maybe. Kind of like if, if you like took a drop of water. Oh, like a little half dome? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I put my sword through the wall? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll an attack on the wall. Uh, 13. 13? Yep. Uh, yeah, you stabbed right through the wall. And that is uh, 10 damage. Your sword is in a wall. And down I pull it back out. On <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> guard. <laughs> I was right. kind of curious um, if something happened. 10 damage. Uh, it kind of makes a, like, it gives a little, um, it moves so that it gives a little bit of a gap between it and where the sword went through. Uh, but that's the only thing that changes it is a play. I said we just wait, wait until he shows up, waiting for wait until one. Okay. Oh, I thought he I thought sorry, I thought that we were at the time he was supposed to get that. That's my bad. Oh, it's 12. <laughs> okay. I'll see you guys uh, wait around, look at some uh bleeding walls. Well, I'm going to uh, kind of hide, not just be like out in the open. Who do you do? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, at uh, 12, uh, you hear the bells. Sorry, the bell for 1 a.m. And you hear like a little scraping sound coming from um, uh, uh, Piro's uh, room. No, Piro's room. Oh, it's probably him. Footsteps. And then another scraping sound, and then quiet. All right, it's probably him hiding. Yeah. I'm gonna go open the door again, really quick. Front door or the the kids' door, just to make sure. Yeah, you don't see anything. Um, Barley chilling. Barley's just kind of looking at yeah from like his place on the floor. All right, Barley. Next person in here is not one of us. For you, bite their face off, okay? He wags his tail. I shoot him a thumbs up and close the door again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you close the door, you hear a thump, scrape, thump, scrape, thump. I pull out my sword. From above you. In the attic? Mm-hmm. Well, die. It's the uh, day you've been waiting for. All right. Uh... I say, well, some of us should stay here in the bedroom just in case. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm on team. Go kill the bad guy. Um, all right, so dash upstairs. Not even going to uh, lady's curse. I'm not even going to be quiet about it. I'm going to run up the stairs. Mm-hmm. All right. You run up the stairs and um, you still see how long does light last? An hour? Uh, yeah, though I can cast okay, it on so my you, way up. Yeah, 
Uh, if you cast light on something, um, you, what do you cast light on? Um, I just grab a random object in the attic as I come up. Uh, we'll call you, it. Uh, are you pulling onto it or do you toss it into the middle? Or? Uh, well, I have 60 feet of dark vision, so I'd, I'd toss it. Okay, so you toss it in, it kind of like rolls, rolls, rolls. Mm. And you see it kind of come to a stop in the middle. And um, at the edge of it, kind of towards where the wall where the windows are, you see these sort of long, grotesque feet. Mm -hmm. They kind of straight shuffle forward. And what you see is uh, what looks like a humanoid. Um, its skin is very, very pale. Its feet and hands are sort of long and all the, the flanges are kind of curved and bent in many places and claw-like and it's sort of hunched over a little bit, kind of walking sort of like uh, you'd see um, like a large lizard or a, uh, a cassowary or something like that walking that sort of gates uh, that sort of bend in its hip area. Um, and you see what looks like a coming into light, a human face. Um, the uh, eyes are just all milky white and the lips look like they've been chewed off from around its mouth, like by itself. I moved to- And over its, the top of its head is um, a skull of something big, maybe like a very, very large dog or a horse, but it's been kind of like a, it looks like somebody put, took like a chisel to it, carved it to make it look a little bit more um, sort of reptilian. And on its back is uh, what looks like bone wings, kind of similar. You guys initially think of that monster that you fought um, in the pit, the- uh, mm -hmm. What a Professor Grace called a dragon. Um, but and when you get closer, you realize that like the long bones of it are human femurs. And what's at the end is just kind of like uh, wired together um, the hands of human bones. And he's trying to let it eat you and snarls. And then on two sides, you hear a poop. And then that black sort of ooze blood kind of congeals into two larger creatures. And that's what we're on for the night. All right. Well, that will be a fun place to pick back up next time. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. Was the yeah. human face on it the old guy's face? Uh, it fucked up, but yeah. Okay. Excellent. Just wearing them around. It did not look like it did uh, when you saw them earlier, but it's definitely that body. <laughs> cool. Perfect. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>